1: Supported by listeners. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash Nathan Ivy Show and help Nathan keep the show independent.
2: And you know we've been so politically heavy in terms of our topics, and for good reason. You know we're responsible folks. I'm Nathan Ivy. Good morning, by the way. Welcome to your morning destination for interesting conversations. It's the Nathan Ivy Show, also the last honest place in Cincinnati media. Good morning to you. But on today's show, I want to kick things off a little differently, okay? Maybe we're getting to politics later, later in the show. But I want to start the show with a topic other than politics this morning. Have you seen this viral video? Mom pulled up uh, on the teacher virtually and went the F off on him. I've got the audio and the video. I'm going to play it for you. I just want to know, do you think that she was wrong? Was mom wrong? The teacher said something that uh, some may think was inappropriate, and mom pulled up on him straight on virtual learning, kids in there and everything. It's just another uh, It's just another portal into the world that we live in in this, uh, these COVID-19 days. Have you heard the latest on COVID and a vaccine? Yeah, you need to listen this morning. 513-873-7134. Go ahead and lock me into your phone this morning. You can put it under Nathan Nathan Ivy show. 513-873-7134. The show gets started in about 60 seconds. Don't go anywhere. Good morning.
1: You're listening to the Nathan Ivey Show. One man, one microphone, one mission. Now let's get back to the flow.
3: Yeah. Talking
0: to my mirror like I love you so much. Carving all my critics like I heard you so what? You can't kill my confidence, I think I'm the man. Tally all the f I I ever gave on my head. Lately I've been living like I can't take a loss They ain't wanna help me, that's what made me a boss You can't kill my confidence, I think I'm the man We don't give a f- that's what they don't understand
4: I'm Back again like flu season, I broke records while I lose sleep And I'm coming down my roof, leaving, don't give a f- I don't care uh,
3: Did the f*** my lonesome.
4: Then it do not move me, not in the least. They ain't been dropping no seeds in the server. Swear that you on my spot at the feast. I've been on Go Mo, Show Mo, Showbo, Robo, Wave Ride. Cool, shotted two, naughty, pool, party, wet for the face ride. Any up, penny down, hand me down, thrift store old drip. New money, too funny. Oh, shorty talking about oh old... I'm on a now. Can't
2: All right, good morning, everybody. Now. Welcome back. Nathan Ivy with you. This is the Nathan Ivy Show. Of course, brought to you by the good folks over at Sin Digital Media. Their mission is simple. Three words. Amplify black voices. Good morning to you. Please take a second to like and share today's stream. Welcome to my home. This is my home studio. Those are real books. I've read uh, the vast majority of them. Yes, that is Black Panther up there over my left shoulder. This is Cyber Wakanda. Good morning to you. The home for intelligent black people. Good morning to you. Many things to discuss this morning, but I don't want to talk about politics for at least the first hour, maybe 90 minutes of the show. I don't want to talk about politics. We've been talking about politics heavy. This show will never just be about politics. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It might seem like that's the only thing we talk about, but that's only because we talk about what's relevant and what's important. And politics have been relevant and important. What's happening politically has been very, very relevant and very, very uh, important over the last... I'd say a few months, but now we know who the president's gonna be. We got him. Now we understand what's happening. Please take a second to like and, in particular, share today's show. I'll say it again: when you share the say, when you share the show, quite frankly, more people see it. Real simple. Make sure my levels are right. How we sounding, everybody? Good morning, Viva Choppers. Good morning, Choppers. Viva la, my patrons. Good morning to you. Good morning, everybody. Hope you're having a happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. I'm going to put this on the screen just as I described this first topic. Again, this is your morning destination for interesting conversation, news. Uh, I talk about people, politics, and pleasure, in particular black people, black politics, and black pleasure. Was she wrong? Mom puts teacher on blast during virtual learning session for asking about child's father. Let me put it another way. Mom went the F off. She went off. She went off. Cursing. Hold on, you She let them know. Don't do this with my baby. You got to see this viral video, man. I can't even do it justice. You got to watch it. You got to see it for yourself. I'm going to play the audio for you first. And then I'll play the video for you. But you got to see this, man. This is this is a couple things going on. Number one, it's a portal into the, where, the world that we live in right now with virtual learning. And number two, you know, everybody talks about having, you know, wanting black teachers. And I believe that we need more black male teachers. But sometimes black people can feel like they can get too comfortable and get out of pocket. I've experienced that myself. I've had to check black male teachers myself. And we'll do it in the future if that needs to be done. So I kind of identify with the mom a little bit because... You know, her situation is kind of similar, not really, but there's some similarities to something I had to deal with a little Buddha at her current school. And to me, what it underscores is like sometimes people can get a little bit too comfortable. you ever had a situation where you're dealing with a black person and they're supposed to be professional and they're getting way too comfortable with you? Like they know you. You ever had that kind of situation before? That's what it kind of feels like a little bit to me. And sometimes you just got to focus on your job. And in fact, i say most of the time, check, check it all the time, you should be focusing on your job. Just do your job, buddy, and there'll be no problems. But I want to know how you feel about this. I'm really, really interested in how you feel about this and how you see this. So I'm going to play this audio clip for you, then I'm going to play the video for you. And I want you to tell me if mom was wrong, Okay. Here's the scenario as I can understand it. Because I'm getting, this is just a video that's gone viral. So, there's only so much information out there. It is what it is. So, it's a a virtual learning situation. And apparently, the student, um, I guess she's talking about her weekend or her night or whatever. Maybe it was a Monday. And says that she spent some time with her father. And then, and again, I'm, I'm piecing this together, family. So, you know, tell me what you think when you hear it and see it. But apparently the teacher asked this young girl, like, do you have a good relationship with your father? And then mom got on the virtual learning session, and here's what happened. Again, there is some explicit language. It's an adult language, kind of such a viral video. I'll give you a couple seconds if you don't want your kids to hear it or you don't want the people in your job to hear it or whatever. You might want to turn it down just a little bit. But I'm gonna play this for you. Again, I'll give you a couple more seconds just to make sure that I know the babies are out there. It's a school day. Tomorrow, you know, no, no school tomorrow, Veterans Day, but it's a school day. I understand it. I respect it. Wanna give you some time. You got some time. All right, I'm gonna play this for you.
4: I
5: understand. You don't ask personal questions, and I don't give a damn. You don't do that, and I don't care about is this shit recorded or whatever. i am going to have the attitude.
4: I understand.
5: Because you are unprofessional That's all fucking professional mm-hmm. And excuse me kids But he had no right And you don't be asking them About questions like that Your job is a teacher You are to teach
4: Again, I, I apologize
5: God, no, What's your name What I'm telling you I'm going to report your ass As soon as I get up off of here I'm going to report your ass, and you better believe it, because you're going to learn today, mister. You don't ask personal questions. You don't have nothing to do with what kid got or what type of relationship child has with their parents. You don't got no business. Y'all can't disconnect, her.
4: And I'm sorry. Uh,
5: like I said, you am on it's recording. I'm glad it's recording. You had no way to ask my daughter personal questions Relationship with her father. His job as a teacher is to teach. He asked my daughter was, was how was her weekend? She said good. She went out with her dad. That's it. What? You asking questions. Does she have a good relationship with her father?
4: Ms. Williams, can I answer your question?
5: Who does that?
4: Can I answer are you a math
5: teacher? Can I answer your question? Oh, what is your job description?
4: Ms. Williams, can I You're not
5: a math teacher, right?
4: All right, Miss Williams. So you can are you
5: a math teacher, Yes or no?
4: You can go ahead and call the school and let them know, but I am I gonna right,
5: call the school because you play type, don't play the type I of games. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna report you. You people think because you are black, and that's what I hate when black people get in positions. You think because you're black, automatically you get to say, but I can guarantee if you was teaching a bunch of white students. You wouldn't
6: really ask no question like that. She's leaving. I'm just this, this is a bit too much. You can you can handle that on your own time,
3: but these kids
6: are
1: here to learn, and that's not what they're trying to learn. we're good. That's too much. Hey,
4: Mr. Mass. How you doing, Michelle? Good. Hey, y'all. Give me a second, real quick, please. If y'all can, can y'all go ahead and get started on the um...
2: On the snapshot that's being presented, give me a, give me a moment. <laughs> she said, hey, Mr. Math. I said, hey, Michelle. <laughs> if y'all can, can y'all, y'all go ahead and get, get started on the snapshot? Because apparently there was like a, a math problem that was up on the screen. I want to know what you think, 513873, or you can leave a comment. Like, real quick, what's your gut reaction? Did mom go too far? I have an opinion on this I'm going to share with you. You might agree. You might disagree. You might be surprised. I don't know. You might be surprised. What do you think? 513-873-7134. Did mom go too far in your opinion? Did she not go far enough? Was she justified? You you missed it. I'll play it again. Plus, I'll play the video as well. I want to start with the audio because sometimes the people on Spreaker are having problems when I play the video. So, I want to make sure when I play the audio, everybody hears it. I'll play the video so you can see it as well. That way you could actually see like the mannerisms of the teacher because <laughs> mom was recording her, her on her end. Have you ever had a situation where it should, it's supposed to be like a professional type situation? Maybe it's like a teacher type situation. Maybe it's like, I don't know, like a school situation. And You feel like they're getting a little too personal with you because they're black. And you know damn well that if you was white, they never would have did that. You know damn well. I have. And um, let's see. I think if if I had to compare my response to her response, I'm right there with her. I mean, I might be... I, we, might, we might have went a little bit farther than she did, quite honestly. We was face-to-face. Face. Tell them straight up, you a sorry excuse for a black man. Straight to your face. We play no games with our children. Zero games. I'll tell you all about it. But let's go to the phones. Uh, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey,
7: guy. How are you doing today? I'm doing
2: great. Doing
7: great. Yeah, I... I thought mom went a little bit too far. Mm. She's got a complex about being a single mom. Mm. It's quite natural that teachers get it, but the teacher went a little bit too far too. She's right. When she said, yeah, I was with my dad this weekend, you know, okay, she doesn't live with her father. Leave it there. You know, but when he said like, you know, uh, you have a good relationship with your dad, you know, that, that probably was a little bit too far. That's kind of something you don't ask a kid in front of the whole class on a zoom call mm-hmm. but what mom did was the equivalent of scuffling with police on the sidewalk he's the one that's wrong leave it there and deal with it from that point but you going further was that another parent that jumped in and said like look well the kids ain't here for all
2: that i think so yeah i think it was a parent you,
7: you see what i'm saying it was just like yeah like yeah he was already wrong and you like I don't know, I don't want to say rescued him, but, you know, gave him the out clause by the way you went off. But I've told you for the past three years as a former teacher that teaching is based on the white suburban kid who comes home to his mom. You know, dad's at work, there's somebody at home for him. That's the educational model. And so that's why that guy went into that like that. There's so many layers to unpack with that. That was a very riveting video. Both sides are kind of messed up, though. And mom, credit to her, she kind of sees the classism coming. So that's probably why she has a complex about that. Because you know that's that's about the new about to be the new wave. It's not going to be about racism so much. It's going to be more about classism. Because now they're about to start sliding Hispanics in front of you. But. um... Well, yeah, I just thought that was a very riveting video there. But I just want to say before I go that I'm uh, a little disgusted because two young black men were the rookies of the year in baseball and don't nobody care. But if these Negroes who's dribbling the basketball, you'll be showing pictures that they missed dunks and everything. You know, one, a black pitcher, Devin Williams. For the Milwaukee Brewers, who after striking somebody out, you know what he did? He drew on the mound in the dirt the BLM logo, Black Lives Matter logo. And we talk about woke athletes and all that. There's nothing been more done. There's nothing been more woke in sports since Muhammad Ali than for him to do that after striking somebody out. But again, because they're black baseball players, we don't care. And that's all I got. I'll see you down the road, sir. Take it easy.
2: And then they ended up getting like the, uh, okay, thank you. <laughs> I know, I did it again. I know, I know I did it again, I did it again. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The wifey came down, Donnie called me, texted me. That's hilarious. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the love. That means you care. That means you care. I appreciate it. But um, I'm good. Huh? No, I just got some. Thank you so much. She asked me, my good on tea. I'm good. So uh, thank you so much, everybody. That means you care. I appreciate it. But let me go back. So if my sound was off, uh, it means that I didn't get a chance to respond to a fame said. So I'll back up here and say it again. Appreciate the call and that little tidbit about baseball. But nah, if baseball is boring to black people, then I, I blame the ownership of baseball. They should innovate the game, bring something new to the game and make it more interesting. I think that'll probably work. Uh, secondly, your point about that being the most woke thing since Muhammad Ali—no, no—I give the brother a lot of props. Like any any sports figures, athletes making political statements out there? Okay, male or female, soccer, baseball, lacrosse—I'm with that. But let's be honest here: the the game then changed. The attitude has changed. It's far more acceptable to do those kind of things now. Uh, I was listening to uh, NPR a couple of days ago. They had a white female who just wrote a new book, a new memoir, and apparently she was uh, white. She was blackballed. She was blackballed off the soccer team because she took a political stance about Black Lives Matter. That happened many years ago. And then now she was talking about how now in contemporary times, post-George Floyd, you know, the team has embraced her and it's like everything's all good. And that's because, you know, sometimes these corporate entities are slow to shift to the times. And they shift when it's convenient to them. I'll give you another example. I was a big uh, supporter of a show that a dude named uh, Michael Smith And also, Jamel Hill used to do on ESPN. Dynamic duo, black folks, man. They had a really, really cool show. Really good run over ESPN. They talked about politics, the culture, the whole nine thing, the whole nine yards on the ESPN platform. Hey, caller, coming straight to you. Give me one second, caller. Give me straight to you. And uh, they were super talented. And, um, you know, way before George Floyd, they was out there talking about Black Lives Matter and talking about the culture and holding Donald Trump accountable, and ESPN got rid of them. I just recently saw an interview with Michael Smith, and he was like, you know what? It's crazy, you know, because I, I lost my career this is from his standpoint. He said he lost his career at ESPN for saying things that now everybody on ESPN is saying. So it's the same thing with Major League Baseball. You know, it, it's in vogue to do it now. Everybody's doing it. I give the brother props for his awareness and giving it damn about our culture. That's great. But is that the most woke thing since Muhammad Ali? Not in my opinion. We can agree to disagree. Now, back to this mother, though, you know, the problem I saw with the mom was the language because the language can be used against her. And, you know, I I can hear the I can hear the 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 principal and whoever else saying, well, you was cussing no, mom, you can't do that. But in terms of mom checking the teacher in real time, I got no problems with it. I thought the teacher was out of pocket. I thought he was out of pocket. And, uh, you know, sometimes black folks can get a little bit too friendly with you and think they know you and things like that, like know me in a good way, not in a negative way. So I had no problem with mom confronting the teacher right in real time in that space. Sometimes that's what you got to do. You don't want to wait. You want to do it right then because that'll learn that teacher. I bet you that teacher won't do that again because of the way the mom dealt with it. And, you know, asking this black child about does she have a good relationship with her father in front of her peers? In front of her peers is degrading to the child. And the level of of, of of, of the degradation of that child to me was far deeper than what the mom did. Now, this is just my opinion. I might be overly sensitive to it because I'm raising a little black girl and we've had to deal with some of these issues with CPS. You know what I'm saying? I've had to check black teachers at her school, right? A black male teacher. And again, we were like, man, black male teacher, this is great. But I've had to check teachers, a teacher, um, for, you know, getting out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? Face to face. So I, 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 maybe I'm a little too close to this a little bit. I might be too sensitive, but I just feel like teach. You know what I'm saying? Leave the counseling to the counselors. That's what counselors are for. You're a teacher. So mom went off. And uh, you could hear the other parents getting involved like this is still too much. But I, I would have, I would, I, I, I would have liked to hear that mother, the other parent, come in and say, you know what, I agree with mom, and then say, hey mom, hey sis, you know what I'm saying? Because you get when you see something wrong happening, you got you got to call it out. I would have loved to hear the mother, the other parent. You know, I'll play the video for you, and the audio for you again. But at some point in that viral video, when mom is going F off, T F off, right? Then you hear parents saying, you hear one, it sounds like a black female. You hear parents say, can y'all disconnect her? Can y'all do this some other time? No, it has to be done right here, right now. Ain't no other time. The teacher did it right now. Their mom's going to address it right now. So I don't believe I will do it later. It has to be addressed right here, right now. That's number one. And then two, I would have loved to hear that parent say, well, I agree with you, mom. That was wrong to say because the teacher needs to hear that. The teacher needs to hear that. Let me go to the phones. Uh, Good morning. Welcome to the show.
7: Morning, Nathan. It's Kevin here.
2: Hey, what's up, Kev?
7: Thank you for holding, brother.
2: Appreciate you. Uh,
7: no worries, no worries. Um, so, uh, well, two things. First, you know, we we, we got to work on our conflict resolution skills, period. You know, um, I, I, I agree with checking people, if, if that's what you want to call it, if there's a need to check someone. But uh, honestly, there's there, even that, there's a way to do it that's um, – especially like in front of kids and, and things like that. There's a way to check people and, and you can be, you know, as, as tactful as you need to be and still have the same result. Um, you know, yelling, cussing, screaming, doing all that stuff. Number one, it just inflames. Fortunately for her, you know, the teacher didn't get inflamed because if he was one of those people that could set it off too, that could have been up. You know what I mean? He, he, it just so happened that Mr. Williams or whatever his name was was kind of calm and cool, but, you know, you, you catch the right one, and you, while you're sitting there yelling and screaming, you might catch back what you didn't think you would catch, you know. The other thing, too, and, and this is the um, the thing that kind of bothers me. We we rushed to make a, a decision. We don't know what, why he asked that question. You know, maybe, and and this is really a huge supposition on my part, Right. So I'm going to add that context up front and say that this is a huge supposition. But if we suppose and then we can suppose. Right. So, you know, maybe uh, the child came in and, and she was emotional that day. Maybe, you know, the, the child was uh, had bruises on her or something. I, I don't know. Right. But but we don't have full context. And so, you know, rushing to say that, well, the teacher's wrong. You know, I don't know. He never got a chance to tell tell you why he did it. He was going to tell her. She didn't want to hear it, so she never got to hear why he was why he he said what he said. Right? Maybe him and the the child had a conversation earlier, and you know, maybe I don't know, I, and and we'll never know because he didn't get a chance to tell her. Um, but you know, I, I, again, again, we we, we rush to this thing where people are checking people, and this. I'm gonna tell you, I, I, one of the reasons why I don't know if I could be a teacher is, you know, I man, listen, you you fly off at me and 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 you, you get what you get. You don't throw a fit, and and that's who I am. So I I know that I you know I can I can be uh, boisterous at times, and and uh, I I keep my my temper under control. But you know, catch me on the right day, and it's probably gonna be a bad day for you. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I'd like to know what the heck he, what, why he asked the question. I really would like to know that. what
2: do you think? I would like to know as well, but I don't think it really matters. I, I just can't think of a context in a virtual classroom setting where everybody's there. Everybody can see it where it's appropriate for this teacher to ask this young girl, does she have a good relationship with her father? Because what if the answer is no? What if she said? What if the answer is no? Is that the right space for her to be talking about that? I don't think so.
7: And I, and I can agree to that. I mean, that, that part of the, part of the issue is, you know, but again, there, there is context. I don't, I don't know, and uh, you know, the context is missing for us. Now, I do know one thing for sure, uh, <laughs> Mr. Williams. I think that was me. <laughs> it, it's the most mild-mannered person I have. Ever... <laughs> <laughs> that, that was classic bro.
3: well
2: I, you know here's the other thing Mr. Williams admitted he was wrong he apologized so uh, why are you apologizing if you did nothing wrong clearly he understood if, that he over, he overstepped but
7: if he apologized why aren't you gracious and say oh well Thank you. That's all I needed. Yeah, but I... Honestly, what else is there, man? You it, made a mistake. You apologize for making a mistake. What it, else
2: is there? It, 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 what else is there is you take the rest of this heat. You know what I'm saying? Because once you open that door and disrespect somebody, you don't get to tell them when it's time for them to turn it back down. That's not how the world works. The world don't work that way. If you disrespect me, I don't disrespect you. You don't get to tell me when, I'm, when I come down. You don't get to tell me when I'm okay when i'm when I when I'm calm again you gotta take all this heat you shouldn't have opened that door that's just how it works his apology well, is great first off, but that don't stop the conversation
7: uh, all right now let's let's pivot uh, this baseball thing Baseball's boring. I, I I know people that love it and they enjoy it and and I you know I'm like man don't you that's what's up but everybody doesn't love it it's quote unquote not America's game anymore, right? So just let it go, man. If you love the sport, keep watching it. Right, and that know, should be enough. Experience. I got I got a partner. Won't miss a game. Won't miss a game, and I'm like, man, it's not innings.
2: <laughs> Teach their own. That's how I look thank at it. For... <laughs> Some people like to watch skateboarding hey, man, on ESPN for... too. You know, it is what it is. Enjoy it. <laughs>
7: Hey, the only thing I enjoy is if they do, like, the recaps of home runs. That's 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 (laughs) The
2: highlights, right?
7: Or, like, you know what I'm saying? That's all you need from baseball. It's like the guy caught the ball at the the top of the wall. Yeah, that's hot. That's exciting. But that happens, like, never. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. And then it'd be like, one to nothing. (laughs) I don't know, man. 14 innings. What? Why? Anyway. Hey, man, that's all I got, man. Uh, be
2: blessed. Thank Stay you. Safe. That's all I need. That's Kevin the sell. Hey, Tracy, if, you, if you're if you still there and interested, please call me back. I'll put you straight on. Oh, I can't, ima- I can't wait to hear what Tracy had to say. So what are we talking about here? Well, I don't want to talk about politics, at least for the first 90 minutes of the show. We've been talking about politics heavy, Politics, 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 George. We know what's going on. Biden, Trump, and the Trump team, the transition team is digging their heels into the ground. They're going to make it as difficult as possible for Joe Biden to run the country. We get it. We'll talk about it. I got all the latest. Plus, I have the latest on what's being reported on a new COVID-19 vaccine soon to be on the market. It's being reported that as early as later this year, early next year, you'll be able to take your COVID-19 vaccine from Pfizer. Yeah, don't you trust Pfizer? Okay, let's go back to the phones and say good morning and welcome to the show.
8: Hey, Nathan, it's Tracy. How are you?
2: Hey, Tracy, how you doing? Good morning.
8: So what you think I'm going to say?
2: I, I I don't know. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs>
8: <laughs> I think, Nathan, we live in a world where there are a certain type of parents who just can't wait to check that teacher. They're just waiting on the opportunity to check that teacher And I think both people involved, the teacher and the mom, were wrong. Um, The motive for the teacher asking the question is suspect to me, like, what is that going to do for your knowledge bank and your life? Like, why do you need to know that? And then for mom to go up there and basically not go up there. I'm still out in the world. I forget what behind the cameras now, to go into the room, into the virtual world and check this teacher online only really did a disservice to the students who are probably sitting there in their head screaming world star you know um i just think it could have been handled better um if it were me while that was going on i probably would have been on the line with the school uh saying hey you got a teacher online here asking my child what i believe to be is an inappropriate question somebody needs to tap in before i tap in you know um and and that's you know I, i'll ride hard for my kids but you you have to think about the other kids who are sitting there who are now distracted who are off task She's saying okay go do the question that's on the screen here we ain't thinking about that we thinking about this woman jumping through the camera and whooping your ass teacher you know the, it's, she just could have handled it different but you know like you said to each his own you know some people would have checked them right there in a the moment. I would have did the latter, but that's just me,
2: so you're saying you th- if it was you, you would have you wouldn't have checked them on the virtual stream, but you would have called the administrators afterward or something like that.
8: I would have called the administrators as it were happening as soon as I heard the question. I would have called them now you're you're talking to somebody who used to teach twenty years ago, so I get that other half of it why it shouldn't have been done you know, it wasn't like, you know, anything that detrimental that the girl would have really been traumatized. The question was inappropriate, but it wasn't anything that was going to affect the girl in the moment. You know what I mean? So I would have called the administration in the moment saying, hey, y'all got about five minutes to get in here and say something before I say something. I probably still wouldn't have went off, but I would have said, why did you ask that? Can I just ask why you asked my daughter that? But she just went, Ape shit crazy, and I sorry, ape crazy, and I just thought it, it it really didn't warrant all of that. You can do that later offline. That's what parent teacher conferences are for. But it is what it is.
2: Hmm. Okay, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. All right, bye bye. Press trace from Cincinnati. So she says that she went ape ish crazy. It wasn't warranted. If you just tuned in, we're talking about a viral video. I'm st- I'm a departing. I'm stepping away from the politics for at least the first ninety minutes of the show. We just. This show will never just be about politics. That's way too boring to me. I'm, t- I'm going to be straight on with you. I can't do it. Uh, this show is a reflection of my interests. I have many interests. So, you know, people, politics, and of course, pleasure. Who doesn't like pleasure? Raise your hand if you don't like pleasure. I see no hands. I detect no hands raised. So I talk about people, politics, and pleasure. Because You can put this in the people file. The viral video out there. Let me play the video for you. First, let me, play, no, no, let me play the audio for you again. I want to play the audio for you again. So let me set this up for people just coming into the stream. Please like and share this stream. Please like and share this stream as we grow this show and the platform, Send Digital Media, okay? It means everything, no matter where you might be. So from from what I can glean and piece together from the video itself, which is really short. It's only like four minutes long. It's a virtual learning session. Apparently, you've got a black teacher, black math teacher, and who doesn't, Like if you're raising a black, black child, you want you, you, you look forward to your children having black teachers. You know, that's how we are in our household. When I hear that my kids have black teachers, I'm like, oh, really? Well, you better be on top of your game now. Respect them folks. I tell I've told my daughter that since she was younger with the handful of black teachers that she's had. I think most parents are like that, right? It's like, oh, okay, you get to have a black person teach you. We love we taking it back to the motherland. We love that, right? Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, we look if we love that. Cause there's a difference when non white people, I'm sorry, non black people are teaching your black children. Depending on who they are, their conscious level, there's a difference. And I'm here to tell you that I've had to deal with it at my daughter's current school. And um didn't really deal with so much before that, but when we got to her school it was like this the entitlement level the ego level was on a whole another whole another level and then we matched that energy so it is what it is but I'll tell you about that in a second so let me set this video for you so so uh you got the apparently the the black math teacher asked this black student how her weekend was, apparently the child responded, then asked her, does she have a good relationship with her father?" The mother heard this and went the F off on the virtual learning session. Now, I'm not saying this mother is 100% right, but I want to play this for you. Tell me what you would have done. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me hook you up real quick. Also, let me give you a heads up. There is some extreme language. Mom goes the hell off. If your children are around and you're sensitive, that kind of thing, I'll give you a couple seconds so they can leave the room and you can turn it down or whatever you want to do. But I want you to hear the raw emotion of this. I want you to hear all of it. I don't want to edit it. I want you to hear all of it, okay? Give you a heads up. There it is.
5: You talk, Judah, and I don't care about if this shit recorded or whatever. I'm going to have the attitude. I
8: understand.
5: Because you are unprofessional. That's Mm -hmm.
8: un-fucking-professional. And
5: excuse me, kids, that he had no right in doing you don't be ass about questions like that.
4: Your
5: See job you, is a uh, teacher. You are to teach. Again, I, I apologize. God, it. no. What's your name? What well, I'm telling you? I'm going to report your ass as soon as, as soon as I get up off of here. I'm going to report your ass and you better believe it because you're going to learn today, mister. You don't ask personal questions. You don't have nothing to do with kids or which type of relationship ass with child aunts with their parents. You don't got no business!
4: Y'all to
5: And I'm sorry. Uh, like I said, yeah, I'm glad it's recording. I'm glad it's recording. He had no way right to ask my daughter personal questions about her relationship with her father. His job as a teacher is to teach. He asked my daughter, was, was How was her weekend? She said, Good. She went out with her dad. That's it. What? You asked question does she
4: have a good relationship with her father? Ms. Williams, can I answer your question? Who
5: does that? Can I Aren't you a math teacher? Can I answer your question? Okay, oh, so, what is your job description?
4: Ms. Williams, can I? You're a math
5: teacher, right?
4: All right, Ms. Williams, so you can. Are
5: you a math teacher, yes or no?
4: You can go ahead and call the school and let them know, but I am. Oh, I am going to
5: call the school because you don't play the type, I don't play the type of games. I'm going to report you. You even think because you're black, and that's what I hate when black people get in positions. You think because you're black, automatically you get to say. But I can guarantee you if you was teaching a bunch of white students,
3: you wouldn't ask no
5: question like
3: that. She's
6: leaving. I'm just saying like, this is a bit too much. You can, you can handle that on your own time, but these kids are here to learn. And that's not what they're trying to learn. All right, <laughs>
3: we're good.
4: That's too much. Hey, Mr. Mass. How you doing, Michelle? Good. <clears throat> hey. hey, y'all, give me a second real quick, please. A if y'all can, can y'all go ahead and get started on the um on
2: the snapshot that's being presented? Give me a give me a moment. Oh, that is hilarious. Hey, Mr. Mass. Hey, Michelle. Can y'all y'all give me a minute? He not see how to pull himself together. I think. <sighs> I'll be honest with you. I don't have a problem with the parent getting on the virtual learning session and dealing with the teacher right then and right there. I have no problem with it. I have no problem with it. My problem with it is the language that she used. Okay. If you take out her cursing, I got no problem with it. I got no problem with it whatsoever. And I can't understand how anybody would have a problem with it, quite honestly. I don't understand it. And then you had this other, see, this is another example of how black people don't back each other up. You got this black woman, her, so shit, what happens is, now she gets offended. Now she gets offended for her child. And she's like, they ain't trying to learn that. Well, ma'am, ma'am, they not trying to learn whether this child has a good relationship with her father either. I think people not looking at it all the way around. They're not looking at it all the way around. When your chi- when your child logs on to do virtual learning, they're not logging on to learn whether the other students have a good relationship with their father. It was inappropriate. It was out of pocket. It was way too friendly. I'm just saying. And then, and we do this too. Like we already know that white teachers white educators don't view our children the same way that we do in the sense that they are over-incarcerated. They are over-disciplined. And it seems like we don't think that this kind of stuff can can injure a child and have an impact on a child. You just embarrass this child. They act like, it is, people, some of the folks, the teacher, you, you got to be cognizant of that you got to be cognizant of embarrassing a child and their mental and emotional well-being. All that comes into play. I thought that what the teacher said was absolutely outrageous. It was on a level of like 8-9. It was outrageous, and it needed to be checked. Mom should have met his energy in terms of the, the disrespect that was given to her daughter, Period because if black lives matter then black emotions matter how this child feels the emotional social well-being of this child matters How's that child gonna feel going back to class after the teacher just asks you this question and what if the child has a bad relationship the teacher's not prepared to deal with that right there in virtual learning what if the teacher asks well you have a good relationship with your father but the child does it so now you didn't drug up all these negative feelings inside the child for what to satisfy your curiosity why you're not a counselor and if the answer is no you're not prepared to deal with it right then and there let me go back to the phones again 513-873-7134 is my number if you want to share your share your thoughts uh good morning carla welcome to the show
6: good
2: morning hey good morning who am i speaking with
6: good morning This is Dr. M.G.
2: What's up, Dr. M.G.? How are you?
6: Okay. Um, I don't call into the show, though I listen daily, but I just felt like for this, I felt the need to call in. So here are my thoughts, and my lens is dual. I have a lens of an educator, someone who went to school to educate, who spent time in the classroom, um, and who works in education currently while not in the classroom, still in education. And then I have the lens of a mother of of two children. And, and 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 my thoughts are from my lens as a teacher, I can understand that it's a possibility that the teacher was trying to make a connection with the, the student, um, though it was an inappropriate question. And I wonder if he if he just wasn't thinking like Maybe he didn't mean to ask that question. I, I don't know, but I just don't feel like it was an appropriate question because you're right. What if the answer was no? Or and you also have to think about the other children on there. You don't know about their weekend with their father, and now you're probing something that could cause some some situations in that space that you didn't mean to. And this also speaks to intent versus impact. While I may not, while he may not have intended to be um, disrespectful or drudge up anything for children or even the mother in this sense, it sounds like he did. The impact was as such. And then my lens is a mother. what I, What I heard from that mother is a mother bear and possibly also some things from her past that came up for her. And so as a mother bear, I can understand responding in that moment and saying, oh, whoa, hold, hold the phone. Why, that is an inappropriate question for you to ask. So I agree with you in a sense of handling that in real time and saying to that teacher in real time, That is not an appropriate question for you to ask my child or any child on this call, and I will be speaking to you after this call. I will also be calling the administration. I don't even know if I would have said about calling the administration. But in real time, you're right. We need to handle that right then, right? But the other part about that is I am also, as a mother bear, I am also an example to my child and to my children. And so I wouldn't be setting a proper example to my child of how to handle conflict or how to handle a situation acting the way she did. It was inappropriate for her to curse like that on there with those children. If it was a one-on-one, if it was a one-on-one with her and that uh, teacher, then I could see her letting it hang out. Like, allow me to be clear. I am very upset, and this is very unacceptable. But it wasn't appropriate for her to curse like that in front of those children, and she did not set the example. So now, when the child curses at that teacher, or curses at another teacher, or the teacher doesn't ask the question that's appropriate, and her child behaves like that, I hope she understands it was her example that gave that child permission to do so. Those are my thoughts.
2: All right. Well, Dr. FG, thank thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah. So what do you think about what Dr. FG had to say? She said she's got a dual lens, that of an educator and also that of a parent. She said uh the term mama bear. Yeah, I can see that it was a mama bear reaction. You know, parents going to protect their children. Um you know, something to glean from that. I mean, I hear her. I hear her. Um and uh again, the biggest issue I had with the mother was the the language because it, it now you open yourself to now the conversation is not just about the inappropriateness of the teacher. you got to be smart. It's the inappropriateness of the, the parent as well. So now you're taking the focus off of you. And you got to understand that these administrators, their, their knee-jerk reaction is to protect the teacher. They're friends with the teacher. They eat with the teacher. They're in the building with the teacher. That's what they're going to do in most cases. It's going to be a knee-jerk reaction to protect the teacher. I've dealt with it myself. Uh, it takes really sharp, sharp, sharp people um to be able to be objective in situations like that, and we don't always have that uh but I stand by what i said i, I believe that some things need to be dealt with in real time, and I think that the teacher was inappropriate and she did say something I hadn't thought about intent versus impact intent versus impact was it the intention intention of the teacher to disrespect this child i would i would i could i I would have to say probably not in the, from what I'm hearing in this case. Uh, every case is different. But um, the impact is the same. And if you're a parent, then you're reacting to the impact. The intent matters, but you got to deal with the impact in terms of your child. We don't know how this child is going to react. We don't know if it's going to dredge your feelings. Maybe the child has a bad uh, relationship with their father and no relationship with their father. So now you dredge this up. Why? That's not your job. Your job is to hit that math. Two plus two equals four. What's the square root of 160? Simple as that. You know, if you see some other issues, pull them to the side. Pull them to the side and have that one-on-one. That way it's a more of a safe environment. Um, something tells me that this teacher is never gonna do that again, though. <laughs> something tells me that. Oh, man. I would have to give mom four stars out of five. I would give her five stars, but you know, I think the curse intakes her down a star. I would give her four stars in her reaction. What about you? Five one three A73- 7134 I'd love to hear your thoughts about it. What do you think? Now I've played the audio clip for you a couple times. I want to play the video for you. I want you to see it and you can actually see the reaction <laughs> of the teacher, man. It's quite interesting. Um you know, you need to see this. You need to see this. And again, look, this is what we're talking about now. These, these are the virtual days of our lives. These are the virtual days of our lives. Most of the kids are on virtual learning, dealing with these kind of things. And so we got to talk about it. We got to deal with it as well. It is what it is. But I want to get your thoughts about it. 513-873-7134. Let me know if you have any issues with the audio on this clip. I want to make sure you you hear everything. Check this out. Hey, Mr. Mast. Hey, Mr. Mast. (laughs) You can hear her voice like, damn, Mr. Mast is having a bad day today. So he had to put himself together. He had to to get off the line and go ahead and remove mom's foot from his rectum. And she was all the way up, foot all the way up in there. And so the more I watch it, you know, there's an example how black people don't support black people. Uh, I'm a little upset with the mom who comes in talking about some, y'all can handle this some other way, but you ain't saying nothing. When a teacher disrespects his child with this inappropriate question, just keep your mouth closed. Let it, let it, let it in when it ends. Like I say, I'm a big believer in that. Like I was taught to, you know, not bother people. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I was taught to do that. I was taught to just leave, you know, do what I do. Don't focus on other people. But I was always taught. I was also taught. That when somebody Fs with you, that when you react, they don't get to tell you when to turn the temperature down. That's not how this world works. It don't work that way anywhere in this world. You disrespect somebody. you 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 throw the first punch, so to speak. You got to deal with the reaction no matter what that reaction is. The reaction might be overboard in your opinion, but you open the door for it. It is what it is. It is what it is. No, no tears, no whatever. It is what it is. I thought Mr. Mast uh, learned something on that day. But what do you think? Do you think that the mother was wrong? Do you think that the mother was wrong? Did, you, did she go too far? Was she right? You might be like, nah, boo. He got what he got. Tracy's in the chop shop. She writes hi. Tanika writes good morning Nathan and the Choppers. Miss D writes greetings. Ashley writes good morning Nathan and the Choppers. Ray writes grand risings all. Brenda writes happy Tuesday. Clue Magic writes, Grand Risings, Nate the choppers." Have y'all noticed all the Trump supporters who are indeed racist jumped from Facebook and ran to parlor? Too funny. What's that? Is that like a new? Is that like a new uh? Is that like a new Okay, I got it. I got it. We'll check this out. Oh, snap. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going to have to talk about some politics this morning. Breaking news. What in the hell? Man. <sighs> my people, my people, my people. We got breaking news. I got to talk about this. We got This is local breaking news, and uh, we know him as Pastor X. Uh, somebody just sent me a, a message here, a link saying that Jeff Pastor has been arrested on federal bribery charges. That's right. We know him as Pastor X. It's a very affectionate term. Jeff Pastor has been arrested on federal bribery charges. This is a source. This is on the Cincinnati Inquiry. Hold on, hold on. We go, I think we're going to talk about politics today. Damn. What is up with my people? Looks like there's going to be another open slot on city council that You know what? We need some strong leadership that's going to keep their nose clean. Now, to me, it's way too early to be drawn to any conclusions. But this ain't looking good for Brother Jeff. Look at this right here, family. Look at this. City Councilman Jeff Pastor arrested. City Councilman Jeff Pastor arrested. Somebody go over to Jeff Pastor's uh, social media feed real quick. I'll be there in a second. Tell me what you see. FBI agents arrested City Councilman Jeff Pastor early Tuesday on federal bribery charges. Neither the FBI nor the U.S. Attorney's Office would discuss the case Tuesday, but a source with knowledge of the investigation confirmed the arrest. What in the hell? The federal charges marked the second time this year a sitting member of City Council has been accused of corruption related to city development projects. Did Jeff is this real? Hold on, is this real? Did Jeff Pastor just get arrested for corruption charges related to a developer? Did he not see what happened to Tamaya Denard? What is up? If this sticks, is there's going to be seven open seats on city council. Seven open seats. This this is historic in city you're talking about a whole a grand suite a almost com- nearly completely new city council coming up in a year Oh, i'm gonna have to make some real decisions here family because this is real interesting this is real interesting i didn't plan on talk so we'll keep the conversation going but this is breaking local news here damn I'll say the same thing about Jeff Pastor as I said about Tamaya Denard. I don't revel in seeing any black person get caught up in the legal system. I don't like it. I don't feel good about it. We all know that Jeff Pastor, of course, is a family man. He's got multiple kids. Okay? And a wife. So that means he's got a whole family life. This, I, I hope it's not true. I said the same thing I said about Tamaya Denard. I hope it's not true. I hope this is just some misunderstanding and they, they find out that there's nothing here, but I mean, I can't. I gotta be real with you. Jeff been acting weird as a motherfucker on on, on social media for the last year or so. All this polyamorous stuff and getting Wakanda Forever tattoos on his chest and all this kind of goofiness. Um, and we do know that really going back to when he first got on city council, there was a lot of like eyebrows that were raised in terms of his relationship with one of his, we'll say, benefactors. All of a sudden dude living large, got a big house, money, brand new this, brand new that. Where where it? Where, where this coming from? Is it related to that? I don't know. I don't know. This is Have y'all seen this? This is wild. This is crazy crazy, man. This is crazy. What in the hell published this morning about 20 minutes ago? The charges against Jeff Pastor, a Republican, involved the potential development of the former Convention Place Mall at 435 Elm Street. Man, I'm telling you, these developers, this is how these developers have been running this town. When people talk about the shadow government, it's the developers on some levels. Damn. Have y'all seen this? This is not good news for Pastor X. Have y'all seen this yet? This is crazy. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. I hope it's not true, Jeff. I really do, bro. Because on a personal level, Jeff seems like a good guy, man. You know, when he talked about his upbringing, I saw some of myself, you know, some similarities there. You know, growing up rough in the city of Cincinnati, you know, striving for more, you know what I'm saying, raising a family, the whole nine yards. I'm not happy to report this this morning but we must discuss this. Have you seen this? What are your initial thoughts about this? Uh, Jeff Pastor arrested on federal well, we don't know what the charges are. Um from what is being reported here, who wrote this, Sharon Coolidge and Dan Horn, you know they on that you know they on that corruption the city council beat. And, you know, all the Republicans have been talking about how the Democrats have been the epicenter of corruption. Now, one of their own got caught up in the game. Man, the FBI, the feds in Ohio is not playing no games. They ain't playing no games at all. If you are here with your hand in a cookie guard cookie jar, you better watch your grill. If you're an elected official, they are watching you smart money says they watching you out here this is crazy one two three four five six seven seats now i'm gonna go ahead and say it seven seats open on city council this is going to be the next 12 months are going to be very interesting as it relates to city council this might even impact the mayor's race let me see what is being reported here um this is crazy. I might reach out to Sharon Coolidge and or Dan Horman and see if we can get. It. Matter of fact, I'm going to reach out to them this morning and see if they want to come on and talk about this. It would be better from their own their own perspective since they're the reporters on this. I'll do that during during the the, the upcoming break. See if we can't get them to come on. Man, all I could do is say no, right? Damn, the federal charges. Wait, 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 wait. This is crazy. This is crazy right here. <laughs> Let's go straight to the phones. Hey, good morning.
9: Welcome to the show. You already know. It's <laughs> your girl, Donnie B, Jeff Pastor. You already know, fam. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> like, yo, I already know.
2: I already know, sis. So what's your take?
9: So where do I start? So first of all, I'm like, we're going to take it all the way back so to when Tamaya Denar was arrested. And this ninja came out in the Enquirer with the tears talking about I'm praying for her when he's an atheist. And I told y'all then, I don't like that cat because he's a liar and it was, it was dishonest to be telling folks that you really give a damn about Tamaya Denar and you're praying for her when you don't even believe in God. So we're going to let that sit for about eight seconds. Boom. That's problem number one. I told y'all last year that this dude was nuts and that would just wait for it and he was going to be in a 72-hour hold and he was going to implode on himself and he was never going to make it to re-election because his article showed that he has a mental issue going on. It's playing out. Third, for the people that are like, oh, he was set up, you know, I'm going to wait for more facts. I'm telling you all, as a lawyer, the U.S. Attorney's Office does not come for you until they have their entire case on lock. You guys did the same thing, went to Maya Art, got arrested, and everybody was like, oh, due process. And I told you all, there's not going to be a trial. She's going to take a plea. They literally bring you to the office. They hit you with a PowerPoint and show you all the different ways that you are screwed. They they map out the evidence. They don't come for you and arrest and do this stuff without having evidence and facts to back it up. So we're going to see the same thing play out. He's going to come out with some fake speech talking about, yo, due process, let the, let the, let the stuff play out, and then he's going to take a play deal. It's a wrap. And my issue is I'm waiting for the black public officials to come out And and acknowledge the BS and that they are letting the community down. It is so hard for us to get into these spaces. And people trust us in these spaces to try to do the things that are necessary down there to improve the lives of black people in the community. And they are failing us. They are failing us with the Gang of Five distraction BS. They're failing us, you know, with Tamiya's charges. And now we got Jeff Pastor. It's a, it's a, a crap show down there. And even without these bribery charges, I just feel like city council is failing us as a whole. There's seven seats open. We need to clean slate. And I'm not saying you got to be perfect, but there's certain things as African-Americans we need to understand that we just can't do. We cannot accept bribes the way the white boys do and expect to get away with it. We just can't. It's not even worth it. So I'm like, what did he get? it was on some $15,000. How much money was you getting, Jeff? We saw that house, and we had questions. I'm like, I just don't understand. And it's the same cat, and, and, you know, you don't want to kick nobody when they down. But this is the dude in the summertime that had all the stuff to say. You remember he was crying? And I had to drag him, talking about, I can't believe y'all downtown doing this. And I see these kids, and are you Negro? Uh, Forget about the, 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 the kids that was downtown trying to steal some shit from Eli. Excuse my French. Um, you taking federal bribes, what about your wife, what about your kid, isn't she expecting, what about the community that you were elected to serve, make it make sense, so I'm just letting y'all know, there's not going to be no trial, innocence is not coming, the deal is on the way, and to be continued, I think Tamaya Dinar's situation was bigger than just her, and this is just the tip of the ice coat, uh, iceberg, wait for it, is it just me, I said what I said.
7: I, I detect horrible. no
2: lies. Facts on facts on facts, Donnie. Thank you for the call. I'm Here sure you. we'll be talking about this in the near future. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you think? But again, you know, again, I
2: don't revel in nobody, no one's downfall, no black person in particular's downfall, but it is what it is. You said it out nicely. It is what it is. It is what it is. And they
9: should think about us. You know, I feel like we're always trying to protect them. You know, even to my agent I wanted her to be mayor. I had such plans for her. I'm waiting for the public apology to the community that I haven't seen yet. Come from her to say, you know what, y'all? I'm sorry, I let y'all down. I haven't seen it yet. It's been a year. Seriously. All right,
2: talk to you. Yep. Yeah, thanks for the call. It's the Just Me podcast, Fridays at 12:30 p.m. on Sin Digital Media. I'm sure she'll have a lot more to talk about. Check out that pod. Uh, man. I mean, you know, I I, I detect no lies, not whatsoever. Everything she said, 100 facts. Facts on facts on facts on facts. And, um, you know, it's a shame. It really is. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to get on those soapbox and, like, kind of come across like I'm trying to set the table for my own city council run. I don't want to do that on the bones of of a black person. I ain't trying to do that. But what I will say is that, you know, it's all about why you get into something like that. You know, people have asked me, Nate, you're going to run. I've I've told you quite honestly, I've thought about it. I'm thinking about it. And I'm thinking about it from the lens of how can I be of the best service for the community? To me, politics is not about enriching yourself. That's not what it's about. It's about moving the needle forward for the community that you serve and nothing else. You might have to take an L for the community. Are you willing to do that? Simple as that. Like I told you, I'm willing to be a one-term whatever if that means I can be effective in that one term, if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. That's going to be quite interesting. I can't wait to hear what the fallout's going to be and, you know, what the reaction's going to be. And um, as Donnie said, when the feds in Ohio, the U.S. District Attorney in this region is playing no games with y'all. You better get your house in order. If you're an elected official, if you want to be an elected, make sure your issue's in order. Because they watch watching now. If you're on city council right now, they're watching you. If you think other, anything other than that, then you're a damn fool. You're a plumb fool. They're watching you. And these developers, oh, this is how they've been running? This is why the the, the scales are so unbalanced here in the city of Cincinnati? Because the developers have been paying people off? Getting what they want? Is this the reason why we have such a deficit in affordable housing units? Again, I'm just spitballing here because I, I got the same information as you. If you're just tuning in, breaking news, Jeff Pastor arrested by FBI agents. Early this morning, just as the show was getting started on federal bribery-related charges. Now, you remember when Jeff Pastor, and I told y'all, see, some of Jeff Pastor's people got at me. They didn't like the fact that I was talking about the fact that after Jeff, or when he was running for election, all of a sudden, brother came up. I love to see black people shining. I want to see black people come up. I want to see black people live in a big house with their family. I'm about all of that. I love it on some levels, but it does raise eyebrows like, wait a minute. You go from this to this like that. Come on. What are they just helping black people out? What what government program is that? Where they picking you up like that with no strings attached? And when local media was writing about it, I remember Jeff Pastor went on his fa- Facebook page and went off about, stay out of my business. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. You're a publicly elected official now. I'm telling you. Remember when he was dropping off money at the black churches? A lot of people didn't like that I was talking about it. Like, Nate, it ain't illegal. Well, he would, the, come on now. I mean, when you, start, when you start down that that road of dishonesty and whatever it takes to win, some people don't know when to pump the brakes. That's sad right there. I hope the brother comes out of it, but everything that Donnie said to me rings true. It all rings true. It all rings true. And I think that we're going to see the same thing we saw from Tamai Demard from Jeff Pastor. That means that now seven seats will be open on city council. There was previously going to be six vacated. And then you got Greg Lansman, who's running for re-election, who's currently there. You've got Jeff Pastor, who could be running for re-election. He probably won't be doing that now. And then you've got uh, Betsy Sunderman. Those are the only three people who are currently on city council who may be running again. Two of those individuals, and that's Jeff Pastor and also Greg Lansman, have actually won an election. Betsy Sunderman, who's proven herself to not be a friend of the black family uh, here locally and common sense and decency, uh, she was appointed. She's never won a reelection. So So I'm just telling you that that is a wide open field right there. Because Bessie Sunderman don't—so you're talking about literally eight seats on a nine-council body, a nine-seat chamber. Literally eight seats up to grab, literally. Only person standing right now who might be running for re-election is Greg Lansman, who's actually won an election and demonstrated that he can go before the Cincinnati people and get them to vote for him. Bessie Sunderman has never done that. So, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Let me read more here. The mall closed. Again, it's saying from what I'm reading in the Inquirer, they're reporting that uh, that it involves the potential development of the former convention Place mall at 435 Elm Street across from the Duke Energy Convention Center downtown. The mall closed years ago, and the structure is mostly empty, but city officials have recently discussed options to develop what many consider prime downtown real estate in the heart of Cincinnati's business district. The port currently owns the property. One option involves former Cincinnati Bengals uh Indukwe, who now runs a development firm that has proposed turning the site into a mixed-use project with a hotel. The port, however, has not approved the deal with Indukwe or any developer. City Council Sold the site to the Greater Cincinnati Port for one dollar last year in hopes it could secure a deal. So we'll get more details out of this. Sad to see. Let me jump on social media and see what people are saying. Let me so let me go over to Jeff's Twitter page. You never know. Let's see what Christopher Smitherman is saying. Will he will he be talking about the corruption coming from his brethren? You know he's been a big time supporter of Jeff Jeff Pastor. We'll see. We'll see. These local Republicans love to talk about corruption when it comes to the, the Democrats. What will they say when it comes to one of their own? I'm very curious. I'm very curious. Black Russia, where you at, man? I want to hear your thoughts about this. You're hearing this for the first time, I'm sure, unless you have some inside track, which um, is totally possible. Let me see here. Uh, you know, Jeff Pastor. You go ahead talking about looting, bro. You need to be talking about your own, your own issues. Here we go. Yeah, let me see. Uh, damn, not good. Not good. Let me see. The last time that he posted on Twitter was November the 7th, and he was congratulating President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. At least he's got some damn sense when it comes to that, because some of these Republicans locally keeping their mouth closed about Donald Trump and everything that's going on. But let me go say straight to the chop shop here, man. And anybody got a question that you or a comment you want to share, 513-873-7134. The show just took a big departure. We were talking about something not political related. We'll get back to that, but, you know, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. Uh, let me see here. Somebody, Somebody says, what? Nate, there's an empty seat on council for you. Well, it was already six empty seats. Magic writes, is he going to be Pastor 69 or Pastor Surrender? (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, it's funny. Uh, Ray writes, be careful who you F with, Tupac. Jeff writes, damn, Jeff, LOL. Yeah, Jordan writes, check public records, y'all. This doesn't surprise me jordan says she ain't even surprised by it ashley writes come on jeff why i i don't know again we can't assume anything but if it's about money it's about money i'm just saying man i mean man what do you got four five kids wife pregnant now well what come on brothers we got to be smart you a family man and, again, as a family man, I can understand you want to do whatever you can to bring that bacon in for the family. I get it. I get it. But that risk-reward thing is something that we really got to think about. Mike Jones writes, Nathan Ivey for City Council. <laughs> Mason Marler writes, I'm sorry, Nate. I'm sorry, Nate. You silly. CluMagic writes, he got that those chest tattoos for the Niguas in jail. See? <laughs> Oh, man, I mean, it's just a lot of bizarre behavior from Jeff, Jeff Pastor. Put it that way, bizarre behavior from Jeff Pastor over the last year that I've seen on social media. I'm like, bruh, we don't need all that. And it just becomes an indication of the mentality, quite honestly, and now we're seeing something different. Um, Damn, and, you know, I was the person who always said that Jeff Pastor, and I'll I stand by that. I, I used to say, and I've said many times before, that I thought that Jeff Pastor had the potential to do something awesome for our community. I stand by that. The brother had the potential. Now, what you do with that is on you. There's been a lot of people that when they were younger had great potential and they spoiled it. It doesn't mean that that observation was wrong when people made it, but it is what it is. That's sad. Sharp writes, what happened? Well, if you just tuning in, we're talking about Jeff Pastor who was arrested this morning at about, I don't know, 7 this morning. Just as we was going on the air, he was getting arrested by the FBI. And apparently he was arrested related to federal bribery charges dealing with a developer. Sounds like the same thing that Tamaya Denar got hit with. Sounds like the same thing that Tamaya Denar got hit with. So, was this a situation that Jeff knew about was coming, like, at the same time that Tamiya Denard just took a while for the FBI to get to this point? Would that account for some of the bizarre behavior that we've seen? I don't know. Was he completely blindsided this morning when he was arrested? I don't know. I don't know. I'll put it on the screen for you. You can check it out. Check it out for yourself. That is wild. That is wild right there. I did not see that one coming, but you know, it is what it is, man. You gonna learn today. Stop playing with the feds. This way bigger than text messaging. This is way bigger than text messaging. You talking about text messages? We talking about text this way bigger than text messages. We talking about people going to jail, people losing their position on counsel. So what does this mean? Well, this means that between now and then we can see the same thing that happened to Brian Denard happened to Jeff Pastor. In a sense that he's going to have to step down, which means that the Republican Party is going to have to put somebody else on city council with the hopes that that person will be able to win an election a year from now, a year from this month, a year from this month, 2021, November, 2021. So I remember when the Republican Party said, hey, we are looking for somebody. And they had a whole bunch of people, some black folks too, that reached out like, hey, we want to do this. And they chose Bessie Sunderman. They'll probably pull from that same same pool again. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be real interesting. What do you think is going to happen, family? I'm going to side the chop shop real quick. I'm going to jump on Facebook here in a second. Jordan writes, I thought Pastor was Jewish. I thought he was Jewish too, Jordan. I thought he was Jewish too. But again, like I said, that was a very interesting and bizarre scenario surrounding jeff pastor let's be real i said it before i say it again i know some of the people don't like it when i say it this way but i'm gonna keep it real with you i mean it's just this question mark's like wait a minute where, where did he do that at and you a black man living in this america you just popping up all of a sudden new money big crib come on man something don't something ain't right here we'll have to find out Maybe that's why Pastor came out about polyamorous lifestyle he was a proponent of. Pastor shifted on a middle school black girl, which pissed me off. And the connection with Meagerly has always was always weird to me. Yeah, Meagerly that was a dude that ran for school board, and I think he would have been disastrous for our kids. Remember that? Remember that he he, he had these campaign for he had a campaign photo on his campaign Facebook page of black kids and over the rhyme with these oversized T-shirts. Which tells me that he didn't purchase those T-shirts for kids. He probably paid off mom or whoever to get those kids to wear the T-shirts in the moment. You don't give it. You don't know black people like that meagerly. He was pissed on the show. Remember that? We had a great conversation with him. Man, got to the bottom of it. He also has a baby boy on the way. Ashley writes, "Yeah, I mean, damn, these kids, man. Some of his kids. Well, I won't. I won't go there. But his kids, man, damn." Damn, hey, Jeff. Damn, hey, black man. How you let yourself get caught up with something like this, bruh? You supposed to be representing the community out here from the black Republican perspective. This what you doing? Damn. sad. Uh Sharp Rice, Carmen is a mother. Hmm, Mike Jones, I believe fame has said numerous times to realize you can't do what white people do. You black, there's always eagle eyes on you, facts on facts. Mike Jones writes: We shouldn't internalize like we broke the law too. White people don't internalize Trump's behavior. Mike Jones, you saw right. I didn't break the law. We—that's no, that's Jeff Pastor. That was them. If in fact you know these charges stick, which from from what from what I see, when they come for you, the feds they get you. Whether you're a white Republican member of the state legislature. Are you a black female member of City Council or now a black male member of City Council? When they come for you, they get you. That's what I see. Damn. What is going on? Why is it that black political figures getting that work? I know those white politicians are doing it too. Well, it's not a crime if you don't get caught, Broadway. Isn't that how it goes? You don't get caught, it ain't a crime. I don't know. You know, I, I, some people are going to say, are they targeting the black politicians? Well, they can't target you if you ain't doing nothing. I mean, you know, they can look at you. They can surveil you. They can be suspicious of you. But if you ain't doing nothing, in most cases, because we know black people go to jail all the time for doing stuff that this, they didn't really do. The jail is, f- historically, American prisons have been full of innocent black people. We know that. But we talk about politicians typically you get caught with these improper interactions uh with developers with developers this should, this should be eye opening very eye opening i know if, i know members of city council are waking up this morning like what cuz you never know some of them might have known some of this they might have been suspicious of some of this because of their closeness to uh Jeff Pastor and the whole scenario let me let me go on and see if Christopher Smitherman is going to go super hard like he did with the, the text messaging thing. Let me see. I don't see nothing so far. Um, I don't see anything. Let me go to uh, some of these fake accounts that I know is online that's cool with Jeff and see if they got anything to say. Um, No, so far, no, I don't see anything. I don't see anything whatsoever. No, I don't see anything. So again, it's a, the, the, or the story's a little bit fresh, man. It just hit. So we'll have to wait and see. That's, that's sad for Jeff. Let me jump outside Facebook and see what people are saying. I'm just going to jump ahead to our current conversation. I know we was having a great conversation about that viral video. I'm still about that life, trust me. But let me uh, see what people have to say. Uh, Carmelita Jones writes, um should have learned with lieutenant colonel twitter twitty i remember colonel twitty they they ran him out for doing something small my opinion let me see um uh, lee writes uh go ahead and they give it a shot i appreciate that uh dale writes must remain above board we cannot skirt the line for personal game not even a hint of impropriety Uh, TNT writes, it never made sense. Kevin writes, just know, Nathan, with all this ish, they're going to be all in your business if you run, bro, especially since you're melanated. I already know, brother. Trust me, I already know. (laughs) I already know. Uh, Nat writes, but that doesn't deter me. Nat writes, uh, I don't internalize black people's crimes just like white people don't internalize Trump's crimes. I read that already. Uh, D'Ariel writes, innocent to proven guilty. You're absolutely right about that. You're absolutely right about that. Uh, Dell writes, this is their game, and the rules are stacked against us. They don't want us there in the first place. Renee writes, clutching all my pearls and watching. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> good morning to you, Renee. <laughs> oh, man, that is crazy. Toy writes, rookie mistakes. Most government salaries are public information. Spending outside of your means is too obvious. Money trails don't disappear. Letty writes, OMG, Jeff Pastor arrested? Yeah, please share this. It's so much important for you to share it. It's really important all the time. But share this stream and then let, let people let people know that we're talking about Jeff Pastor right now so they, they know there's a place here uh, to have that conversation. It's, it's quite sad. Brandon writes, I think it's going to be harder for future black candidates. I don't think so. I don't think so. It's, it's the To me, the struggle is still the same. Number one, the first hurdle is raising enough money so you can put yourself out there to, to sell yourself. You know, depending on if you're a Democrat or Republican, you're still trying to put yourself in a position so that you can get the party nomination. And to me, and it, like for me, what Jeff Passer did or what happened to my DeMar wouldn't impact me one bit. I, I mean, I'm going to do the same thing. Period. You know, I'm... I'm not going to cross the T's anymore, dot the I's anymore than I was already going to. You know, I'm no more likely now to not take improper money or have improper conversations now than I was before that. I wasn't on that ish before this. I I wouldn't be on it if I ran for city council, if I was on city council. So I, I hear people say that. I think that's a knee-jerk reaction. And on some levels, I can understand when people say that, but I don't believe that one bit. I, it's not; it's no more difficult for a black person to run for city council today than it was prior to what happened to Damai Denard and now Jeff Pastor. You got the same problem in front of you. If you want a party nomination, what do you have to do to get that? And then can you raise enough money? Can you raise hundred grand? It's the same issue. There's no, to me, I don't see it any different. I don't see it any different whatsoever. Uh, TNT writes, Black Russia was his campaign manager, right? (laughs) See, (laughs) I see you, TNT. I see you. I see you. TNT writes, so who who will be appointed in his place? Charlie Winburn, Sam Malone, Black Russia? I would love to see a Black Republican take, uh, if in fact that's what happens, take his place. Um, We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, I remember when it was being reported that the Republican Party was looking to replace Amy Murray, who never did a damn thing on city council, except I don't know what she did on city council, what she really got done. Um, And then they chose Bessie Sunderman. Hmm. So are they going to replace this black Republican with another black Republican? I would hope so. I would hope so, but we'll have to wait and see. Kevin writes, Nathan... Why you keep making Chris a Republican? He says he's an independent. Yeah, but you know what, Kevin, as adults, I judge somebody by what they do, not by what they say. And I know that's what Christopher Smitherman says, but what he does is he comes across as a Republican. And don't forget, you know, during his re-election effort, it was the Hamilton County Party Chairman, Alex Triantifilu, who said that... He would love to give an endorsement to Christopher Smitherman if he ran as a Republican. And Alex Tran is not saying that unless he wouldn't say that about Christopher Smitherman unless Christopher Smitherman's actions had dictated it. He didn't say that because he was a nice guy. He said that because he leans to the Republican Party. I mean, Christopher Smitherman don't even talk to black people. He don't even talk to black media. He only talks to conservative white male radio. So, uh, Kevin, I mean, I hear I hear all that independent stuff. It sounds good, but I judge somebody on what they do, not on what they say. Uh, let me see. Alphabet Boys, F-B-I-D-E-A-A-T-F. Yeah, stay away from them. Ronald writes, what's up, Ron Hummins? What's up, brother? Uh, people should support that brother, man, and what he's doing. If he is successful, and I hope that he is, that he's going to transform the way we talk about issues in our community and in doing so, hopefully bring a whole new level of resourcing and a whole new way of looking at the issues that happen in our community throughout the state of Ohio and perhaps around the country, if not the world. I mean, I, I don't say that very lightly. You know that. You know what I'm saying? What's up, Ron? He writes, I told y'all he was a bum. He wouldn't support my bill. But he a whole ass criminal. Philase writes, money ain't that important. Philase, you're so right about that. This there's, there's a lot more thing, there's a lot of things more important than money in this world. For me personally, you know, my integrity is much more important. Uh, the respect that I get for my family and the community is way more important than any amount of dollars. You know, you gotta think ahead. You never know what the future might hold for you. It ain't that serious. Trey Rice just turning in, please update me. What has Jeff done? This was at 8.50, so about 15 minutes ago. So Jeff Pastor was arrested this morning, I would say right as we were coming on the air. Right as we were coming on the air this morning at 7.30, Jeff Pastor was arrested for federal bribery charges related to some kind of development. Now, the information is real sketchy. We don't have all the information right now, but it's coming in. First reported, at least to my eyes, it was sent to me by a a citizen and listener Um, by the Cincinnati Enquirer, so props to them. And uh, Sharon Coolidge and Dan Horn are the, the writers of this particular article. And that's the details that we have, that he was arrested, federal bribery charges related to some kind of development. Not some kind of development. I can tell you the development, at least it was when reported. It was the convention, the former convention place mall at 435 Elm Street across from the Duke Energy Convention Center downtown. And so we've been talking about it. This is the second time that federal charges, uh, or that a city council member has been a, accused of corruption on a federal level related to city development projects. Now we know what happened with with Tamaya Dinard. She's going to be sentenced sometime this m- sometime this year, this calendar year. I don't know if it was November, November or December. And uh, now it looks like Jeff pa- Jeff Pastor has been called a Pastor X. Remember that? Pastor X. He said he was a Malcolm X Republican, and then some members in the chop shop started calling him Pastor X, and then he called himself Pastor X. Uh, again, a lot of potential between the two of them with Demaya Denard, and um, you know, I, I was looking for her to make big moves as well. Uh, same thing with Jeff Pastor. I'll stand by what I said. He had the potential, in my opinion, to do positive things, awesome things for our community. And now... It appears that uh, that money has taken them both out of that particular lane. So not happy to report it, but it is what it is. Brent writes, good morning, Aina Chopper's checking in from Dallas, Texas. TNT writes, Smitherman is an independent Republican who has surrounded himself with and his politics scream he leans more right than center. Check my Republican's page and who cheesing right beside him? Your boy. Yeah, he's an independent Republican. That's That's a good way of putting it. It's a good way of putting it. Trey Rice, what? Damn shame. Brent Rice, Jeff Pastor got his n-word wake-up call. You can't do what other folks do. <laughs> Brandon Rice, way bigger. Brent, Brandon Rice, lol, way bigger than text message. Nate, you a fool? It is. Trey Rice, unbelievable. He, he did it with the LW. <laughs> unbelievable. Brent writes. I wonder if Jeff Pastor and Andrew Gillum are best buds. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Michael Rice, typical. Typically, when the feds with the feds, you know, because they usually holler at you before they drop the hammer. Also, political cases, they're looking for that splash. Lee writes, he probably don't care if he got caught. He was going to get as much bread as he could until he could until he got caught. I don't know. I know Jeff talked about growing up. You know, you know, having some. You know, wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth. He talked about that. Could that have been a motivation? I'm just saying that, listen, black folks, man, like when you get up there and represent us, you got to represent us better than that. You got to represent us better than that. You know what I'm saying? You got you to, everybody hit hard times, but it's got to be a better way. It's got to be a better way. Jack writes, African PhD who ran for county commissioner will take his seat. Huh. Huh. You talking about Brother Najoli? Huh. Huh. Oh no. Oh no. So I'll tell you what, let me do this. Let me take a quick break. I'm gonna reach out to the writers in this particular story to see if we can get them on. We're gonna be on for another hour. You never know. We might be able to pull them on the show this morning. And if so, I think that'd be pretty interesting. They may have insights that's happened since they wrote that piece. Or can give us insights as to what's not even in the piece, all right? So let me take a quick pause, everybody. We'll come right back. It's the Nathan Ivy Show, live, local, and vocal. The last honest place in Cincinnati Media. And we'll be right back. The
1: Nathan Ivy Show is supported by listeners. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash Show and help Nathan keep the show independent.
7: I dare you to change the world. Yeah, you. Getting that college education. I dare
9: you
1: to be somebody important. Like be a teacher. Or a reality TV star. I dare you to stand up here. To call the shots. To be a role model.
10: An inspiration. An
1: innovator. To be a teacher. Be my teacher. Think you can change my life? Make me
9: excited about science like you? Have a career that really means something? Then do it.
6: I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. I'm waiting.
1: You're listening to The Nathan Ivey Show. One man, one microphone, one mission. Now let's get back to the flow.
2: All right, quick break. I got a message, actually, from someone who's uh, very close to the situation. And uh, he told me that the the writers are not available. So there's no no reason to stay in break. We might as well come back out and get straight back to the show. I'm going to have to put a shade up over there because now... With the change in, um, with the change of the timing now in the morning, we're being washed out in the background. I know I keep saying I'll deal with it myself. But I just got a text message saying that the writers are going to be unavailable. I appreciate that. We don't have to waste any time. We can get straight back to the show. I appreciate you. 513-873-7134. That is quite interesting. We're talking about the fact that Jeff Pastor, black male, Republican, Member of City Council in his first term, uh, I can only imagine he was going to be seeking reelection a year from now. Was arrested this morning. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a damn shame. It's sad, man. I I feel for Jeff. I feel for Jeff, and I feel for his his family. More importantly, uh, beautiful family, beautiful black family, beautiful black woman he's married to, beautiful children. And now they're going to have to go through this publicly and who knows how that's going to affect the household. You know what I'm saying? I'm a family man. So everything I do, every move I make, I got to think about how it impacts my family, how it impacts my wifey, how it impacts my son, how it impacts my daughter. You know what I'm saying? How it impacts my business. You know, so how, how it impacts my partners. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, it's, it's bigger than me. It's way bigger than me. Right. And uh, you know, I, I'm very sad about that. I have no tears for Jeff in particular because, you know, every man or woman, every adult, you know, you you deal with the consequences of your own actions. Uh somebody said it's gonna be difficult now. It's gonna be hard for for black people to be elected to city council. I don't believe that. Do you believe that? I don't believe that one bit. It wouldn't be hard for me. You know, if I decide to run for city council, I I feel the same way now. I'm gonna run and and represent with integrity and no different. You know what I'm saying? I was more. I was. I'm no more or less likely to take money from developers now than I was before. I heard about Tamai Denard and Jeff Pastor. I th- listen. I ain't with that. And that's not. That's not what this is about. So, I don't believe that. I think that if you're a black person and you want to run for city council, you got the same hurdle in front of you. What do you need to do to get that party um, endorsement? If in fact you're seeking a party endorsement, and number two, can you raise close to hundred thousand dollars? That's it. Now, messaging and all that kind of stuff, you come up with that along the way. You get a website. You you raise $100,000 and near that, you you get somebody to run your campaign for you. You know what I'm saying? You got something to say. You get volunteers. All that stuff will fall into place. But I, I you know, I wouldn't be running with my hand, my, looking over my shoulder any more than I would have already been doing it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I don't see that. To me, this is about Jeff Pastor. Tamiya Dinar situation was about Tamaya Denard. It was about nothing more than that. That's it. Damon writes, can't hire or vote for poor politician. Doesn't add up. Uh, Jerry writes, I guess Jeff forgot his NY lessons. <laughs> uh, Letty writes, unfreaking believable. His uncle Mark Pastor was a strong activist in this city. May he rest in peace. He will be turning in his grave. Yeah, I mean, from what I've seen, Jeff seems to have a—he he seemed to, in his talks, you know, in public, seem to have a sense of his family history and a responsibility for representing for his family name. If, in fact, these charges stick and, uh, he, you know, he's going to be disgraced on some level, it is what it is. And uh, I'm sure he had to deal with that internally. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Like I said, I keep saying that because I don't have no tears for the consequences of other adults. It is—you know what you're going to get. Now, TNT writes, but they can lure you and trick you with people you think you can trust. They can, but everybody knows, I would have to imagine that everybody on city council knows where the line is. You know what's ethical and what's not ethical. You know what what conversations you should walk away from. You you know what things you shouldn't ask for. You know what's right and wrong. Jeff Pastor knew what was right and wrong. I, I can't be lured by anything. I say this again. There's no man or woman in the world that can give me what I already have I already got everything I need you know what I'm saying I, I I lured by what I don't need to live in a big house I don't need a lot of money I mean you know it'd be great if I earn it in a in a legal way if it's the manifestation of my hard work cool but in terms of dangling the carrot i can't there's no carrot you can dang in front of me I don't care what it is and who it is there's no man or woman out there right now that has anything that I don't, that can give me something that I don't already have. I already got it. Period. Sure. I mean, you know, there's people out there with a whole lot more money than me. You got a better car than I have, a better house than I have, or, you know, you might have a more popular show show or whatever. Got more clicks. Cool. Happy for you. And? So, no, I, I, this whole thing, you can be lured. I, I don't feel like every person can be lured. You can only be lured if there's a part of you that's open there to try to get something. Somebody showed me a big bag of money. I'm telling you, I've been in a situation like that before. I've been in a situation. Let me tell you real quick. i sell tell you no names, but you'll be surprised. I've been in situations since I've been on this digital hot hustle where where people have come at me and like, hey, Nate, I got hundreds of thousands of dollars in the other room. And I look at them like they a damn fool. So what? I I tell you no lies. I tell you no lies. Since I left corporate radio, I've had people who wanted to work with me. And here we are negotiating talking. They're like, yeah, I got $100,000 in the next room. And I'm like, I left the meeting and told my family, like, this person just said this to me. And I'm like, I guess they didn't know who they was talking to. I don't care about what you got. Another man's money or another person's whatever means nothing to me. That's yours. I tell you no lies. Like, I tell you the story, the story didn't end when I left Radio 1. It got way more interesting when, or when I was at, you know, it didn't end the day I left Radio 1. It really started the day I left Radio 1. Y'all wouldn't believe it. Y'all wouldn't believe it. If I told you the whole story, you wouldn't believe it. True story. In this city, downtown Cincinnati. Like, Nate, I got hundreds of thousands of dollars in the next room. I'm like, is that supposed to mean something to me? I'm not Adrian Broner. I'm not all caught up with showing stacks of money and all that kind of, that don't mean a goddamn thing to me. I left that meeting, called the wifey because she's my partner on everything. Called my other business partner, family member, like, let me tell you what just happened and told them what happened. Like, that's not how you get at me. I'm just telling you, you know what I'm saying? Because all money ain't good money. Remember I told you that. All money is not good money. So, again, I've been in a situation where, and it was something that I, I, you know, I was like, you know, that's the direction I'm trying to go into. Eh, I'm cool. Eh, eh, I'm straight. Mm Mm-mm. Facts on facts on facts on facts to my grave, I'm telling you that. So this whole idea that everybody can be lured by the carrot, no, everyone cannot be lured by the carrot. It depends on what the carrot is and who the the person is. It depends on your heart. Uh, I'm not moved by a lot of money like that. You know, I've learned to live to get by on less. Quite honestly, so that those kind of things don't really, those kind of things don't really uh, lure me. I can't be trapped by that. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. If you're not, you're not. If we on point together and we working together, we working working. If you're not, we not. It's just what it is. No hard feelings. We can still be cool. But, I, I mean, that's that's not how you get at me in particular. I'll say it again. In this home, I got everything. that it, I'm, I'm more blessed than I deserved, <laughs> quite honestly. So I just love being alive every single day. These little trappings, these creature comforts, eh, they cool. I like creature comforts. I like gadgets and things and cool things like everybody else, but mm, nah. True story. True story. Um, Let me see. Uh, hey, what's up, Brother Lynch writes, uh, can't hire a vote for, I think I read that already. Fast Pitch writes, yes, white politicians move like that. The operative word is white. You know we gotta move different or at the least, stay out of them streets. Or, I'm sorry, that's that's not what she wrote. Or at the least, smarter, she writes. Uh, Fast Pitch, of course, she's the host of Valet Service. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Tonight, she got a really interesting conversation about black men and politics. Plug in today at 7 p.m. Again, plug in today at 7 p.m. And check out the Valet Service podcast with Fast Pitch. Brand new podcast working together here on CDM. You can watch it live on Facebook. She got a special guest tonight as well. So make sure you plug in. When you see the promo go out, make sure you share it and plug in. Uh, Maurice writes, how many of these white people are being exposed to so-called, exposed like so-called blacks? Yeah, I mean, I hear you, but you know, you know, Tamaya Denard admitted her her culpability and her guilt. So it is what it is. The whole conversation about they ain't doing this to the white folks don't really matter. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Period. If Jeff Pastor ends up copping a plea and admitting his guilt, then he admitted a guilt. I'm not really concerned about what the white boys is doing and who everybody else. The only thing I care about is the person who just admitted their guilt. That's it. You know, we can't shield people from their own actions. It is what it is. TNT writes, Smith ain't going to shut his mouth like a good Negro and separate himself. I can definitely see that being black and having any kind of power. You have to know the eyes are on you. Yeah. That's what they said about Tracy Hunter. And I agree with you. You want to make smart moves. You want to make smart moves. You don't want to open yourself to criminal action. You don't want to do something criminal. I mean, come on. This is just common sense. Children know this. Yeah. When you get in a position of power where there's political power, or let's say you are running a nonprofit or You're some kind of big-time position with your name up on the door at some XYZ corporation or company. Yeah, you don't want to commit crimes. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, somebody just texted, the feds are watching City Hall. But we know that if I worked at City Hall, as soon as I heard the story about Tamaya Denard, I would operate as if somebody is watching my every move. That's how I would operate. You ain't got to be paranoid, but you should just know, you should just know that somebody's watching. So now you got two people that was arrested for federal bribery charges. If you're any member of city council right now, and I shouldn't have to tell you this, watch your back. If you're Jim, if you're uh, who's black on the council, right? If you're Jam Michelle Lemon Kearney, she should be watching her back. She should be watching her back. If she's not, then she, that ain't smart. If you're Greg Lansman, you should be watching your back. If you're PG Sittenfield, you should be watching your back. If you're Chris Silbach, you should be watching your back. If you're Bessie Sunderman, you should be watching your back. No, she's not the only one. If you're Wendell Young, you should be watching your back. Why would you not? Why would you not? I mean, to do anything else, else is just, it, 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 it doesn't, I can't even put into words how irresponsible it would be on a personal level for you. I mean, not for me, but for you and your future and your family. It just makes sense. And again, I don't have a problem with people watching me. If I was on city council, I would give, watch me all day. You watch me all day as long as you ain't breaking no surveillance laws. Watch me all day. Long as you're not breaking, you know, you know, violating my civil rights, while you surveilling me, go right ahead, cause I ain't got nothing to hide. Simple as that. You can watch me go in here, make get cake, to, you know, bake this cake, and come out and eat it. That's it. Lee writes, if you are not for the people, don't get up there and fake the funk. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Masia writes, as a person working with people like the FBI. We don't come for you until we have hard evidence. Uh Uh-oh, Marcia? With the inside track? The feds have set up people before the FBI under J. Edgar Hoover tried to set up Martin Luther King. I'm not saying that's what happened with Pastor. I'm just saying it has has happened. You're right. They did try to set up Martin Luther King, but it didn't work. They did try to set the brother up, but it didn't work because he wouldn't go for it. I mean, anybody can try to set you up. You know what I'm saying? The woman in your life, speaking of men, the women in your life could run, because I've seen these kind of pranks before and these kind of operations where like a woman will send like a her friend that her wife or husband don't know to try to see if the husband's going to fall for it. Well, you can do that all day long. If he fall for it, he fall for it. But if he ain't with it, it ain't going to work. Simple as that. Same thing with the affairs. They can set up all kind of sting operations all day long. But if you're of someone who's not for that, it won't work. Get up, walk out, walk out. Get up, walk out, and then report them to the FBI. You'd be like, oh, okay, they're a real one down there. Jeff was probably have probably freaking out, annoyed about having taken bread from the feds. If in fact this happened, it's probably a money move. I'm gonna go ahead and speculate here. It's probably a money move. It's probably a money move. Uh Maurice writes, um uh, I don't know about Columbus, but Cincinnati is racist with mass Klan members. Yes, it is. Uh, Erica is on uh, YouTube. She writes, we need someone like you on City Council. I appreciate that. Um, uh, Damon Lynch writes, Nate, for your run, I got five on it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I need those fives to stack up to 100K. If I can make 100K, mm, yeah, mm, we might have some here. We might have some here. Um, let me see. Kelly Prather and Ethan should run for city council. I, I support all people that want to run for city council. I support Kelly Prather. She want to run for city council again. I support that. And I, right, right now, though, she's running for mayor. Again, I you know, some people I've heard people like try to you know shout her down for running for mayor. But I, I'm not that kind of person. She feels compelled to run for a particular office and run for it. It is what it is. Bring in Kenny Wack for City Council. That's Sean Nutter. TNT writes, I'm thinking of a young black man that I know is running for council, and I do feel, and I do feel with this, it will be more scrutiny from the white community on candidates, his candidacy, and their openness to even give him a chance. Um, well, let's be honest here. If these charges stick against Jeff Pastor. The face of corruption, and this is unfortunate, but let me go ahead and say it to you first. The face of corruption on city council is going to be black people. The face of corruption on city council is going to be black people. Because we know that Wendell Young was caught up with the text messaging scandal. And now you would have had Tamaya Denard and now um, uh, 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 Jeff Pastor, who it appears... It's going down that same path. Again, we don't know yet. It's way too early. But Jeff Pastor, they'll be the face of, of corruption on city council, and that is unfortunate. The more I think about it, I mean, some people will. But again, from an individual standpoint, from my standpoint, I, that's them. That's them. What that means, though, is that, and again, the more I think about this, I think there will be an impact. So, You guys are kind of moving me a little bit. So what that means, though, if you're running for city council, that means that that now more than ever before, then making sure that your record is clean, that you got everything in order, that there's nothing that looks improper whatsoever is going to be even more important. Because if there's anything that appears to be improper is going to come out, it's going to be used against you. Uh, Cinnamon Rice, good morning all Nate, You have my support for council run. I appreciate that, Cinnamon. I appreciate it. Good morning. Good morning. Well, I'm no more likely this morning to run for city council after hearing about Jeff Pastor as I was before. Um, um, You know, my decisions uh, will be made upon, you know, other factors. And again, that biggest factor is, you know, how can I have the biggest impact in the city of Cincinnati for our community? Now, of course, if you're for city council, that means you represent everybody. Uh, But you already know how I feel about working class folks. And I, how I feel about the black community and how if we close those gaps, we will in effect transform the city of Cincinnati for the better forever. Uh, There's a renaissance that's taking place in this city. And unfortunately, unfortunately not everyone has got a chance to, to properly participate. And I think that if you're on city council, closing those gaps uh, should be your first priority. Those would be my priorities. I mean, just kind of spitballing right here, but right now we're talking about Jeff pastor. Uh, Brent writes: uh, Somebody needs to remind Jeff Pastor that everything he says, can and will be held against him. Just shut up and lawyer. Just, just shut up and lawyer up. Whenever he's on Lincoln Show, he well, he talks way too fast and way too much. Well, you know that's his personality. <laughs> oh man, crying Jeff, definitely crying now. Shaking my head. Trey writes: They all do it. The blacks are the ones who get set up. Uh, Letty writes, if there is anyone planning to run for city council and you're easily persuaded by greed, Benjamin Franklin, don't run. (laughs) Right. TNT writes, Tamaya could have been mayor one day. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely would have supported her for mayor. I think she would have been a good mayor. I do. I do. Uh, Brent writes, black people in these positions need to stop falling for the banana in the tailpipe. I agree. Jack writes, Larry Householder made millions from corrupt energy deal, rejected Trump's feds still in place. Young black aspiring politicians need seasoned mentors to show them the ropes. I agree with you. Jesse writes, he need all that money for those wives. Why you got jokes? <laughs> Why you got jokes? Why you going to throw his polyamory in his face right now, Jesse, at a time like this? Jesse got jokes, man. That's hilarious. For all his wives. Man, listen, I'm going to tell you, I got a partner in my life, and that's the wifey. And I just can't put myself in a position where I got to face her face to face and tell her I did something like this. You know what I'm saying? And and, and put everything that we've been building and we've built in jeopardy and open for public scrutiny. It's just, I can't go out like that. You know what I'm saying? For what? A few thousand dollars here or there. It just ain't worth it. A few thousand, fifteen thousand, a hundred thousand. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it because you never know what that what that next blessing is going to be. You never know where life's going to take you. you. You might put yourself in a position that's way bigger than $100,000 or $15,000 or $50,000. Again, to me, it just ain't worth it. Uh, TNT writes, Jeff needs to bring the house down and expose all the corrupt players in the bunch because they set him up. Malia writes, Cleveland.com has more contacts and background on the arrest. Okay, let me go here. Let me go here right now. I'm on on the Cleveland.com website right now. Let me see what they got. I'm looking for this Jeff Pastor story. So they got more contacts on Jeff Pastor? Let's see. Let's see. Um so, so now this is going to bring more attention. more Because na- the Tamaya Dinar story, the Gang of Five story, text message story went national. The Tamaya Dinar story went national. And this Jeff Passer story is going to be national. So now part of the national narrative when it comes to Cincinnati is going to be corruption on city council. Like it or not, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be corruption on city council. Uh, Let me see here. I don't see it right now. Okay, here it is. Jeff Pastor. uh, All right. An announcement is coming later today, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office on the Southern District of Ohio, but City Councilman Jeff Pastor, a Republican, has been arrested, according to sources. I'm reading from Cleveland.com. As previously reported by Cleveland.com and a plane dealer, the FBI may have been running an operation in Cincinnati last year. What? What? They was running an operation? Damn. Involving two mysterious men identifying themselves as real estate developers. The two men made the rounds there, seeking help from local public officials with a planned hotel project. They also ended up hiring... Columbus lobbyist Neil Clark ostensibly for his help changing the state law to benefit the planned hotel by amending a pending sports betting legalization. But the amendment ultimately did not make it its way to the bill. Uh, Chinindum Ndukwe, a former city count, city Cincinnati Bengal player who is now a real estate developer in Cincinnati, was involved with the hotel project and attended some of the meetings, which Clark said he felt appeared... He said he felt appeared to give it a legitimacy. Uh, Let me see here. Uh, Tuesday's arrest isn't the only FBI investigation involving a member of city council this year. Okay, back in February. Okay, so it does give a little bit more context. So this article from the Cleveland Plain Dealer seems to imply that, or to suggest, that the FBI was running a sting operation. They sent some developers down here to see to test the honesty of city council members. And again, I say, I, it, it, that's what law enforcement does. I don't care about a sting operation. You, you're not going to sting operation me out of city council because as soon as you show up and say something improper, I'm out the door. Simple as that. Like, okay, guys, I've heard enough. I'm out of here. That's all you got to do. But if you like, uh-huh, tell me more. Hmm, and how will the funds be dispersed exactly? Mm-hmm. You you open yourself up for it. Thanks, Malia. Appreciate that. Philase writes, uh, yes, they are all going down. The Fed said they were coming when they got when they got fat white dude. You talking about Larry Householder, fat white dude? Anthony writes, I don't feel for Jeff. He chose to play the game and lost. His bad judgment. I don't feel for Jeff either. I feel for his family. I feel for his wife and his children. But him, no, I don't feel. I don't feel about it at all. No, I mean, you, you did what you did with. Cinnamon writes, uh, speak, Nathan. Good morning to you, Cinnamon, again. Sandra writes, amen. Already have it. What's this guy? what this guy do? Mark Pastor was the real deal. Well, Sandra coming in at nine sixteen. Hopefully, you picked it up. It looks like for those that's coming in this morning, again, please like and share this stream so people know that there's some common sense left in Cincinnati media right here on the Nathan Ivey Show and seeing digital media, but damn. Um, basically Jeff pastor was arrested by the FBI this morning. Looks like it might've been a sting operation. Again, I'm just adding that, just piecing stuff together here, uh, for what appears to be federal bribery charges as relates to a downtown development. So that story is going to be developing. Um, I was going to reach out to the, uh, writers involved, but then I got a message saying that they're actually, you know, doing some other stuff. So, um, throughout the day, just kind of watch your Facebook feed as more information will come out. So. Damn. It is what it is Ron Rice. Wow. Lee, Lee Rice, at the end of the day, your name and your word means everything. Uh TNT Rice well do tell. Yeah. Uh, Ron Rice, I believe the powers that be wanted your wanted you off the air at Radio 1. Um yes and no, I'll say it again. That was a white trumpster who at the time was the general manager. Uh, down at Radio 1, uh, Mitch, um, and uh, he had an issue with Jerry Tolliver. I'm sure that my politics and some of the interviews I was doing, holding Alex Trent to feel a- accountable, you know, giving props to Tracy Hunter, I'm sure that didn't endear myself to him. Uh, but, again, the way I see it, um, the, and, again, I could be wrong of this, but that had more to do with Jerry Tolliver um, than it did with me directly. I believe I was sort of like collateral damage, and and my politics didn't make it any harder. And then you had some self serving Negroes who you know were like, "Hey, you know, it'll be a spot for me now." You know, they kind of like uh, greased the path as well. So there's a lot, there's a lot going on with that. But again, um, again, I think the brunt of that had to do with Jerry Tolliver. Uh, more so than me, but again, my politics and how I did what I did and how I carried myself probably didn't make it hard for the white male Trumpster who at that point was the general manager of that cluster down there. Again, they put these white folks that don't know our culture, don't care about our politics, don't care about us, in charge of our media. I'll never understand it. I'll tell you again, I will never do that. That'll never happen at CDM. It'll never happen. You know what I'm saying? We we ain't putting no white cats in charge of our narrative. It ain't happening. It's not gonna happen. It doesn't make any sense. It, it it's it, it it's oxymoronic. <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. Uh Ron Rice, you were speaking too much truth. I mean, like I said, I mean, I might have run ran the the white male um Mitch uh former general manager, uh, the wrong way. I could definitely see that. Uh, he was a sensitive Mitch and, um, it is what it is. I would do the same thing all over again. And some of the interviews I was doing at the time, I'm, I'm sure the way I, does my swagger, you know, that kind of thing. And my politics, I, I'm sure it wasn't in line with that individual. And then what happens is if you're the general manager of a station, you can set the table. Like I told you, that whole narrative about not making money was a damn lie. I thought about some legal action because of that. Because now you're dealing with my future business. That was a damn lie. And if you if you need evidence of it, just look at the fact that the radio station went back to talk. So if it wasn't profitable, then how is it profitable now? Think about it. Um, yeah, think about it. So no, that I, again, I'll say that was more about again Jerry Tolliver and um, uh, white male Mitches getting in their feelings, dealing with a black female uh, who had a voice. That's just my opinion about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, But that's what it is. But again, you know, it's amazing how things work. Everything happens for a reason, family. Every Because I wouldn't be here doing this right now with you um, if those kind of things didn't happen. So life is a blessing. When one door closes, another door opens. Trust me when I tell you that. Doors open for me in ways that would have never happened uh, if I was still working for a corporate entity. So, you know, looking back, you know, life is good. Things happen the way they're supposed to. But there's multiple levels to that, including rat monkey snakes who see, they see opportunity like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be the man now. Yeah, yeah, you know, all this kind of stuff. I'm telling you, black people in this city are black people's own worth problem in this city, I'm telling you. The condition of black people in this city could never get there if there weren't black people who are complicit, whether that be, you know, uh, overtly or covertly somebody sent me what is this over there officer (laughs) you're hilarious man uh man Karen writes "Uh, stay you Nate I've been offered dollars too hell no you don't know me if you think that's what you will get you don't know me if you think that is what will get me to change my mind oh absolutely yeah facts I might tell you just the whole story one day and these are people that's out there you know right now you know what I'm saying yeah, I got hundreds of thousand dollars in the next room. like, I thought to myself, who cares? Why do I care about your money? <laughs> that's your money. You ain't giving it to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a damn about what another person has or is doing. I'm only focused on my path, you know, what I'm doing. And that's not the way to, you know, that's not the carrot to dangle in front of me. I'm not saying there aren't carrots. That ain't it. You know what I'm saying? But. You know, some people are easily persuaded by a few thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars. You know that you know, again, what what the Almighty has in store for me, no man can take. Period. I don't care who you are, I don't care how much money you have, I don't care, I don't care what car you drive, I don't care where you work, it don't matter. It's about my hustle, my drive, my talents, my future. That's how I look at the world. Whatever anybody else is doing, I wish you the best. Wish you the best, but that's your path. You know what I'm saying? What you eat don't make me, you know what, right? What you make don't come to my bank account, so I don't count other people's money at all. Let me see. Brandon writes, uh, if you're wrong, you're wrong flat out. Absolutely. 100%. I don't want to hear all this black stuff. They're coming for the black people. I don't want to hear all of that. They can't come for you and charge you unless you did something wrong. And if they did, then perhaps you'll have your day in court. I ain't saying that's never happened before because we know brothers and sisters get railroaded all the time in the American Justice Center, the system. We already know, but if you're wrong, you're wrong. Letty writes, I agree, Nathan Ivey, lure and trick. Absolutely not. It ain't that much money in the world to get me caught up uh, to lead to prison. I ain't going to prison for nobody. You can say that. Facts on facts on facts on facts. I ain't going to prison for, I love you, y'all. I ain't going to prison for you. Leave my wife, leave my family for a few thousand dollars? A few hundred thousand dollars? It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. Um, me see. Jeff and Tamaya arrested while Trump is playing golf. TNT writes, you got grown women cussing out teachers in front of kids like she on the streets and not a classroom. No common sense in that comment. Which leads us back to how we started the show this morning. We started the show talking about a viral video that uh, I saw it on Worldstar. You can check it out over there. But I saw there's a viral video of a teacher that checked a black male, black, I'm sorry, a mother that checked a black male teacher. My question to you was, was she wrong? Was she wrong? She put the teacher on blast during the virtual learning session for asking about the child's father. So apparently the black male teacher, they're in virtual learning session. And then the teacher asked something like, you know, how was your weekend? What did you do? Well, you know, which is all cool. And apparently the student responded, hey, I was with my father. And then the black male teacher asked the question something like, do you have a good relation with your father? When the mother hold this, heard this, she went off. She went off. I want to play it for you again, because that was the primary topic for today. She went in, because I want to get away from politics, national politics a little bit. I'll play it for you again, but then I also want to talk about the vaccine from Pfizer. Have you heard about the COVID-19 vaccine from Pfizer? Okay, we got to talk about it, because you'll hear more about it in the media. So I want to talk about it here first. But real quick, real quick family, since TNT brought it back up, again, it kind of jogged my memory. Let's get back to this as we close the show. Real quick, because I know Jeff Pass is going to be the hottest topic throughout the rest of the day. One reason why I love being in the morning. I love being in the morning. I love being in the morning morning here in the Greatest and Sunny area. But uh, check this out. And again, there is extreme and explicit language. Mom goes the F off. I'll give you a heads up. If you're at work or your children um, are in earshot or they can hear the speaker speaker or whatever, Uh, I want to give you a heads up on that. All right, check this out. Personal
5: questions, and I don't give a damn. You talk, Judah, and I don't care about if this shit recorded or whatever. I'm going to have an attitude.
8: I understand.
5: Because you are unprofessional. That's
7: un-fucking-professional.
5: Mm-hmm. And excuse me, kids, but he had no right. And you don't be asking them about questions like that. Your job is a teacher. You are to teach.
4: I apologize
5: to Dog, no. What's your name? What I'm telling you, I'm going to report your ass as soon as, as soon as I get up off of here. I'm going to report your ass and you better believe it because you're going to learn today, mister. You don't ask personal questions. You don't have nothing to do with what kid got yeah, or what type of relationship a child has with their parents. You don't got no business. Y'all can't disconnect her. And I'm sorry like I said I'm glad it's recorded I'm glad it's recorded He had no way to ask my daughter personal questions about her relationship with her father his job as a teacher is to teach he asked my daughter how was her weekend she said good she went out with her dad that's it you asking questions does she have a good relationship with her father
4: Ms Williams can I answer your question
5: who does that
4: can I Aren't you me? a
5: math teacher?
4: Can I answer your question?
5: Oh, so, I your job description.
4: Miss Williams, can I? You are a
5: math teacher, right? All
4: right, Miss Williams. So you
5: can, are you me? a math teacher? Yes or no?
4: You can go ahead and call the school and let them know,
5: but I am. Oh, I am gonna call the school because you don't play the type. I don't play the type of games.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: I'm gonna report you. You people think because you're black and that's what I hate when black people get in positions. You think. Because you black, automatically you get to say, but I can guarantee if you was teaching a bunch of white students, you wouldn't ask no question like that. She's leaving out this place. This
6: is a bit too much. You can can handle that on your own time, but these kids are here to learn.
1: And that's not what they trying to learn. We're good. That's too much. Hey, Mr. Mass.
3: How you
4: doing, Michelle? Good.
2: Hey y'all, give me a second real quick, please. Because <laughs> <needs a> <laughs> mom's foot is uh in my lower intestines right now. So can y'all y'all give me a second? And there's a math problem up on the screen. Y'all working that math problem. It's gonna take me about 15 minutes to get mom's foot out of my out of my uh lower intestine. Again, I think for me, I don't have a problem with the mother doing that, except for her language. I have no problem with her showing emotion. I have no problem for her shutting the ish down right there in virtual learning. I got no problem with any of it. Okay. I got no problem with it. Just because you black, you be a professional. Don't start acting like, you know, me and you know what's going on in our household. Cause you don't, that's not your job. You wouldn't do that with a white, white, white student. You wouldn't do it. And you know, let that be a wake up call to some of these black teachers. I had to deal with a black male teacher at my daughter's school over at Walnut Hills. Had to check him because he said something crazy to my daughter. And I had to check him. Now, it wasn't over virtual learning. It was in the uh, administrator's office. Then we had to check the administrator because they want for him. And black people can bring their implicit bias to the table with black students, black teachers. Oh, man, listen, maybe I'll tell you the details. In my opinion, what we dealt with was way more difficult, way worse than this. Way worse than this. And then the administrator's response was on the scale of a Karen. The Karen came straight out in her. Yeah. So, you know, maybe I'm sensitive as a parent in my own experience. I don't think so, quite honestly. I mean, even if I didn't have that experience, I feel the same way. I thought that the teacher was out of pocket. And we don't think enough about the emotional and social well-being of Black students. We don't think we think that when when these things happen to Black students, like, well, at least you didn't get detention. Like it's over with. No, it's not over with. It's not over with because you don't know how this te- this this child is going to feel going back into the school building, going back into the classroom. Now, when you flip it and the child does something, it's all about the feelings. When it's a white student, it's all about the feelings. Oh, well, we got to think about the social, emotional feelings. But when it's a black student, it's kind of like, well, we sorry, and that should be it. No, Buster, that's not the end of it because you said sorry. Because you Listen, I can't be pacified by a grown person that does something wrong to me and my child when you say you admit that you was wrong. I know you was wrong. That don't pacify me. Cause you was said you you know you was you acknowledge you was wrong I know you was wrong. You are gonna get this energy now. It is what you caused the energy. You are gonna get all the energy right here right now. Period. Simple as that. And if you don't want that energy, then 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 tread lightly and be sensitive to children and to students. Simple as that. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Uh, good morning. Welcome to the show.
7: Hey, Brother 252. What up, Brother 252? What's up, man? Yes, sir. Hey, I'm good, man. I'm good. North Carolina checking in. Yeah, it's been Um, a minute. It's been a minute. Good to hear you. Yes, sir. You too, man. You too. I uh, I definitely enjoyed the uh, Black Voter Night uh, coverage that you did, man. Man, yo, bro, I rolled from Atlanta to Richmond, Virginia, (laughs) <laughs> rocking with you man really? rocking with you so okay. yeah man so great big things man Send digital media media is definitely is definitely on the rise man oh we are uh, but so Thank let you. me let me answer this man uh, so I didn't see I didn't check in the show earlier but I did just hear this mom blasting the teacher mm-hmm. so he asked he asked so is it is, is wrong for him what, what was the gist of him asking um, do you have a good relationship with your dad
2: well, we don't. I mean, know was, it, was it derogative?
7: Was that negative?
2: Well, that that's what set the mother off. You know, the mother first he asks, "How was the weekend?" The da- the the child, her daughter responded, "I spent some time with my father." And then he yeah. must have followed yeah. up with a question like, "Do you have a good relationship with your father?" And that's what set mom off in the video. Again, admittedly, we don't have a lot of the backstory. You know, all we have is the video at this point. Yeah. So,
7: so in essence, you saying he just shouldn't. have, the teacher shouldn't go there?
2: Yeah, the teacher shouldn't have gone there, in my opinion, asking about, do you have a good relationship with the father?
7: Yeah, yeah. Well, You know, man, my my wife is a, a kindergarten teacher. And I'm telling you, man, I, you know, you hear the stories when, when we was out back in, um, back when the kids couldn't go to school, teachers, I, I thought it was a little propaganda with teachers claiming, yeah, I'm ready to get back to school to my students and yada, yada, yada. But these teachers really care, man. I mean, they really care. They see a lot with these kids. I think that mom's accent told that, you know, these kids see a lot. Uh, you know, we was watching a video recently where some mom came in the, in, in the screen naked. And, I mean, so the kids the kids go through so much, man. And, and one of the things that's really disappointing about that right now You know, my wife had a class the other day, a reading class, and nobody showed up. Nobody showed up. Uh, She has about 13 to 20 kids uh, doing virtual. Uh, The kids are not showing up. Uh, I was listening to another program this morning, and and, and the brother was asking, you know, do we care about our education? Well, you know, typically we always find out that, you know, they they deal jails according to what third and fourth grade test scores and I'm telling you, man, we, at least here in North Carolina, uh, Kempston where I'm at, we are, we, these kids are set so far back, man, that I don't, I don't know how to get out of this, man. I don't know how you bring uh, kindergartens for example, uh, coming up. Man, these kids are two years behind already, already. So yeah, I, I get it with the, with the being personal deal, but, you know, my wife, for example, any teacher, not just my wife, but and and you was you was real uh strong with working with these kids. Man, you know, when these kids come in your class and you know whether they've eaten or not, uh, you know if these kids have been abused or not. So maybe I'm a little biased because, you know, I I you know, I'm I'm we're really the type of family man that we spend extra money, I always know when my wife is getting ready to go back to school, that um uh, you know, we gotta we gotta come out of pocket. You know, we gotta come out of pocket spend three, four hundred dollars every freaking year, you know, to get started. And so I, I guess in essence, my little rant is for those parents right now that are listening to you, that are not doing very well with their kids, even the ones that are doing well, guys, be patient. And 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 I, I, I really believe, man. The teachers the teachers probably care too much. They probably care too much. But uh, I just want to kind of throw, throw that little little jab in there for. Um, and 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 John ain't had no freaking prostate cancer. Come on, John, get off of that man. <laughs> he didn't say <said> cancer, man. <laughs> man, that was Oh, that classic. <laughs> it was. It was very convenient. Very convenient. Oh, John! John is a classic man. I oh, oh I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to throw another jab out there. Sure. Um, um, you know what? I won't do it. It's too cheap. I I can only think of Charlotte Winberg checking me if I said something about um So, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Jeff 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 Pastor went in there and got fast talk <laughs> i thought he would a fast talker, but very unfortunate man very unfortunate very unfortunate but hey man i, I appreciate your time bro Yep, take it easy that's brother
2: two five two said he caught that uh cdm election night show he was on for like nine hours it was a good time man that was a good time appreciate it Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, again, uh, I never worked as a teacher, but I've worked side-by-side with teachers as a partner, uh, working for a local nonprofit. My office was in the Cincinnati Public School building for five years. Uh, Man, I spent, there was some days, many, many days, more than I can count when I was there 12, 13 hours, uh, you know, running a before-school program and an after-school program. When you're the director, you're responsible. It means you got to be there. And uh, I was there, ate with the teachers in the teacher lounge, heard all of the gossip and the way teachers talk, Uh, worked with teachers. I had teachers on my staff uh, in the after-school program, so worked very, very close with the teachers, worked with the administrators, worked with everybody in in the building. I got a really, really good sense of what goes on in the Cincinnati Public School, the politics of it, how it actually works. And, uh, there's, as I said before, um, over, I mean, the school building really I was in, even though the school was, was subpar in terms of it's, it's, um, uh, it, the grades they were getting, um, uh, many, 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 the vast majority, all great people, great people that sacrificed and went above and beyond. That's true. However, it's also true that you've got some people that are long in the tooth. You've got teachers that bring their their lives and their experiences and what's going on in their lives into the classroom. And you've got teachers and administrators that need to be checked. I mean, two things can be true at the same time. Uh, overall, my experience was that, that the vast majority of people are excellent individuals that were willing to sacrifice. I mean, I knew teachers that was coming out of their own pocket, buying utensils and tools for their kids because, you know, CPS didn't have the money to do it. Uh, I had people that would donate their time in our before and after school program, coming in early, staying late. You know, they've done their work day working in our program because they could extend the learning for the students. Um, you know, in some cases, volunteering, you know, not even on the payroll per se. So believe me, I know it. At the same time, you still got some bad apples and you got good people that do bad things and they need to be corrected. And that's it. I mean, just like any other job. And the teachers, just like officers, don't get a pass because the majority of officers are good. Don't get a pass because you got some bad apples out there. They got to be checked and brought in to be accountable at the same time. Simple as that. Uh, Maxine writes, right, Nate. Uh, power and position can reveal your true nature. Yeah, I think power, money, position only makes you more of who you already are, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Look at Trump. Letty writes: Could it be white elites are targeting blacks on city council, uh, or discouraging potential candidates from running for office? Um, I think what's happened is that the Gang of Five text messaging scandal and/or some other folks out there, and what happened with Tamaya Denard, has put the U.S the district attorney's office and the FBI on alert to city council. That's what I think is happening. And so now that they've seen that there are, you know, you know, some folks out there willing to, you know, pay to play, they want to see how many people out there are willing to pay to play. What I will say this is that they're running operations on the current council. They're going to be running operations on a new council. You can believe that. If they're running operations right now, like sting operations or running down fake developers to see if you're going to go for the carrot, they're going to be doing that for the new council. It just makes sense. I mean, if I was U.S. a district attorney, I would do it. It just makes sense. Who are these people? Are you want to be on council? Why? Is it about the people or are you trying to get paid? Frené writes, "Nay, you should run for council. Appreciate that. The powers that be want city council to be more reflective of Hamilton County, white and conservative. Damon writes, sissy, is so close. Yes, it is. TNT writes, where the hell is Black Russia? Black Russia, if you listen, man, she ain't stopping, though. She going to call you out now. She calling you out. I'm inside the chop shop. Drop Rice. good morning, choppers. Tamaya Denard and now Pastor X. That's right. FBI agents arrested. Um, City Councilman City Jeff Pastor early Tuesday on federal bribery-related charges. Neither the FBI nor the U.S. Attorney Office would discuss the case. Tuesday morning, but a source with knowledge of the investigation confirmed the arrest. Yeah, Fox writes, it's good to see y'all agreeing, Mahler and fame. Now put y'all powers together and lead our people out of our predicament. Uh, Fox is consistent, man. He is always consistent about what's important. I appreciate that. Brother Mazon writes, innocent until proven guilty. Absolutely. Will he get the same treatment to to my Denard got? Yes, he will. By some. By some. Weren't y'all just talking about openly criticizing local black folks yesterday? The irony, 24 hours later. Um, I don't know. I don't think I was. I think I think Sister Iris brought that up. I don't remember exactly what she said, though. Will the city council dominoes continue to fall? Who's the next black council member to get perp walked? Gone put y'all back in chains. <laughs> well, we only got two. And uh, I don't see that happening. I would hope not. Uh, broadway flow right smitherman might be headed for the hills mr pastor looked like he got some snitch in him we'll see nathan gonna go hard with this for the rest of the show shaking my head we love talking down each other any chance we get sad i don't think i did he said that at uh nine i don't think i did I don't think I did. I mean, I offered, I try to be balanced about it. Number one, he's innocent of proven guilty. Number two, I don't revel in anybody's demise. But we gonna talk about it, Brother Mazon. We, we gonna talk about it because it's emerging news and it's relevant to our audience. Um, Brethren Flo, pastor definitely ain't got 25 in him with a newborn. He about to be singing like Luther. Tamiya said, you don't have white blame jeff exposing the gentrification gentrification game both slapped down yeah but was jeff doing that because he knew the investigation was coming so he wanted to like get on the the black side of things get on the right side of things i did see he he saw that he wore a t-shirt openly in council saying stop gentrification or end discrimination something like that i don't know i have to wait and see sometimes human beings that do that when they know they they goose is cooked They'll start trying to be on the good side of things, and you know, you know, trying to win people over, even though people don't really know why they're doing it. The West Side want that seat, Ray. Right? WLW will get their pound of flesh, or oh, they're gonna go hard with with uh, Jeff Pastor now. So now Jeff's gonna see how much they really support him. You know what I'm saying? Is 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 WLW and 55 KRC gonna give Jeff Pastor the the gangified text messaging, you know, treatment? We we'll have to wait and see. I would say probably so. Will Jeff Passer get the same kind of consideration that got Mike Allen got? You know, former Hamilton County uh, prosecutor who was basically using the power of the prosecutor's office to try to force a woman to stay in a sexual relationship with him. Remember that? Run around the office with his la- a lampshade on and his Pete Rose boxers. Remember that? With a wife. Come on, B. Uh, Pastor X was just on LW talking about tax abatements. Eh. Hey, Cassandra, she writes, hey, choppers. So basically this whole time while Jeff was talking ish, he was in on the fix. Did I miss something? Too soon? (laughs) Oh, man. Sunderman tweeted she thinks pastors should step down. Did she? Damn. Already? Already? Damn, see, now you're gonna, they're going to teach you, Jeff. Uh, 51 minutes ago, okay, so there's two tweets. There's two tweets. In his current situation, he would be unable to fulfill his duties as a member of council. His continued presence will only create potential roadblocks and liabilities for the city of Cincinnati as we work to find solutions to the problems facing our community. I was deeply shocked and saddened to hear the news about Councilmember Jeff Pastors' arrest this morning while he is owed the presumption of innocence and due process, I firmly believe he needs to step aside from his counsel, his role on counsel, and resign immediately. It is clear. Wow. So, in less than an hour of hearing about it, his Republican partner on counsel is already saying that Jeff Passer needs to leave. Already. And she just got on council. And you know what that is? She probably got somebody in mind who she'd like to see on city council other than Jeff Passer, just like that. Just like that. Or maybe that's the proper things to do. Oh, I didn't know. She follows me on Twitter. I didn't know that Betsy Sunderman. And why can't we get that interview? Because I still got a question for you about that op-ed piece she wrote in an inquiry, Betsy. You are not, I don't care if it's now or a year from now. I'm going to, we're going to have that moment. We need to have that moment, Betsy, when you explain yourself, when you want to dance on the grave of black gun victims of city council and city of Cincinnati to make yourself look better to the law and order community. I ain't going to never forget that one. I didn't know she was following me. Yeah, I didn't know that. Damn, let me jump around here. Let me see a Christopher Smitherman because, you know, him and Jeff was cool or are cool. Uh, five, nothing, nothing. Let me see what Alex Triantafilu, because Alex, this is your boy. This is your, not in a demeaning kind of way, but this is your boy. This is your, this is the guy. I remember asking Alex Triantafilu face-to-face about two or three years ago. I was doing a podcast. He was the guest. I asked Alex. I said, Alex, what? why doesn't the Republican Party do more to interact with the black community here in Hamilton County? Where where's your plan for the black vote? You know what this man told me? He said Jeff Pastor. I'm like, Jeff Pastor? What what's your point? What's your point? Uh okay, so no wonder Betsy Sunderman, she's following at following Alex Triantafilo's lead. Jeff twenty twenty six minutes ago, Jeff should remind design his position on city council and make his family and his defense a top priority. While Mr. Pastor should be afforded the presumption of innocence and due process, he is not entitled to continue working for the citizens of Cincinnati as he sourced through whatever charges may be coming. The Hamilton County Party has zero tolerance for this kind of behavior. Unless it comes from the president. He ain't said a word about, so let me get this straight. He ain't said. so Alex Trantofilo was such a hypocrite, man. He's such a he's such a bootlicker for Trump. He ain't got nothing to say about Trump basically defying the Constitution and the will of the people by coming up with all these fake-ass election theories about how the election was stolen by the Democrats and there's no evidence whatsoever, whatsoever, at all. But now you want to talk about what it looks like and the right thing to do with Jeff Pastor. Hypocrite. 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 Let me jump over on Coast, because, you know, they love to talk about corruption. Everybody's favorite uh, organization that basically steals money from taxpayers while they say it, they claim to represent taxpayers. Yeah, ain't nobody got nothing to say here. Uh. Damn, let, let's see what the Hamilton County prosecutor has to say. You know, Jeff's going to learn that <laughs> you're black. <laughs> That's what he's going to learn, period. Damn. Mm-mm-mm not good family hey listen i gotta make a move gotta make a move There's a lot of things going on today check out midday juice coming up at 1 p.m today would ask ashley you can ask her questions about life and love and she answers live on the air on cdm 1 p.m today when you see the stream go up please like and share it also don't forget today at 7 p.m valet service with fast pitch she's back she wasn't with us last week she's back this tuesday on cdm should be live streaming at 7 p.m and she had a really interesting question as relates to black men and politics and current politics is there a role for black men in politics now that was before this whole jeff pastor thing i don't know if she's gonna talk about that or not um we'll see but again when you see the promo go out please like and in particular share it and plug in plug in all right have an excellent rest of your day family that's sad about pastor has anybody got any relevant information before I roll out of here? Anybody got any relevant information here? <laughs> you gonna learn today. You gonna learn today. Let me see here. Crystal writes, she's so wrong. Lee Bennett writes, remember the children. See, I disagree with that. I hate ignorant ass mothers. Uh, this is an ignorant mother. Mm, what what's ignorant about uh, her being a mother bear? What's ignorant about that is because she was cursing again. I would say the cursing opens the door for now. You're offending the other children, the students, and the parents, and now they're gonna talk to you about that because that's how the game is played. You know these schools run the same way the criminal justice system works. When the schools make a uh, make a uh, make a mistake, it's your fault. Look at uh, Gabriel Tae. When the schools make a mistake, it's your fault. When you make a mistake. Is your fault. And so you got to be cognizant of that as a parent when you're dealing with even an outrageous situation like that. Uh, Crystal writes, she was so wrong. That mom got beef with the dad and then she took it out on another black man being a teacher, okay? Lee writes, remember the children. Kelly writes, Lord have mercy, what is going on with Cincinnati politics? Why are black members of council getting arrested? They're getting arrested because they... Well, Tamara Denard got arrested because she committed a crime, which she's pled guilty to. And it looks like the same thing with Jeff Pastor. So to, to answer your question straight up, Kelly, the black members of city council are getting arrested because they committed crimes and they got caught. Uh, Sean writes, some people just want an opportunity to let someone have it. That mother is a disgrace to our ethnic group. We African-American people do not conduct ourselves in that manner. That mother is a part of the subculture. I disagree. Again, I have a completely different viewpoint on it. The only problem I have with the mother was the language that she used. Other than that, I think she was well within her rights. Uh, Ron writes, Nate wants all to smoke. Janine writes, the child will definitely get teased about his or her mama going off when he she returns to the classroom. Well, I think the, the, the teacher's going to get teased about it too. The mom sounds like she is threatened by the teacher's relationship with her daughter. Some parents are of the mentality of what happens in the house stays in the house, even at the expense of the kids. Exactly. What about the child emotionally well-being after that embarrassing display from the mother? Well, I don't think that I don't know about you, but when my mother, my mother's caped for me before, and I was never embarrassed about my mother caping for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, somebody come at you, your kid crazy, parents react. Mama bear, papa bear. As a child, I don't think a child's ever going to feel, in any long-term way, bad about a parent caping for them. Yeah, sure, the kid might be like, Dad, Mom, you have to go so hard. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, TNT writes, mental health is, health is real. Daryl writes, there's a backstory. Lynn writes, Mom triggered by that comment. He should have asked, did you guys have a great weekend? I would have been embarrassed by my mom's actions. A good teacher do more than just teach. They mentor. It's because of teachers that child abuse are revealed because they do more than teach. Good ones love the students like their own. Yeah, but I don't think that explains this teacher's question, in my opinion. Uh, Jack writes, mommy dearest, some ignorant people, Think teachers are punching bags. Some teachers ain't having the BS. Okay. You know, what I'm picking up on is, and again, I I feel like it's a shame. I'm going to stand my ground on this, despite what the chop shop is saying, is that we overlook uh, the social and emotional well-being of black children. It's just in us. And I hear what you're saying, uh, but from my standpoint, I detect no problems other than the language. I think the mom's language she could have said everything she said without cursing because there's there's kids there. And all this being polite stuff is we are politely putting our kids in a track to the prison system and for second class citizenship with all this politeness. I don't know what world y'all live in. I think y'all I think some of y'all just saying this ish, but if you was in that same position and it might not be the same kind of context where you know the teacher asks about where the father is. <laughs> but I hear what some of y'all saying and what y'all putting in here, but I also know what happens in the real world when it's really you. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole different world out there. Um, see. Sean writes, we are no longer a community slash village anymore. You're right. You're right. She could have told her child, you don't have to answer that, mister, so and so. I don't think, Mr. So and so, I don't think that question is appropriate right now. Can we talk after class and lay into him later one on one if she felt that offended, but not like that? Okay. I mean, listen, we can always agree to disagree. She could have done that. She could have. You're absolutely right about that. I think that, I think that, uh, I think her point was sustained, though. So, for instance, if the point of the mother was to make sure that never happens again, from judging that the way that that video ended, I think that she made her point. I don't think that teacher's going to go there again. And I don't think it's going to stop that teacher from being concerned outside of the academics about the children. If it does, then it's not a good teacher, period. But I think that uh, everyone is open to be corrected. And I think that if you're somebody that's mature, If you make a misstep and you offend somebody, then you just take it and you try to make sure you don't make that same mistake. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully that's what the teacher will do. And hopefully mom will learn from this as well. Uh, Let me see here. Uh, Yes, indeed. We work together to create a brighter future for our children. Blessing. Absolutely. Uh, Sandra writes, sorry, teacher was showing compassion. Mm Mm-hmm. That's compassion now, asking about do you have a good relationship with your father in front of the other students in virtual learning? That's compassion now, Sandra? If that's compassion, I don't want you to be compassionate to my children. If that's compassion, don't be compassionate to my children. <laughs> that's compassion? Y'all is tripping. Y'all is tripping this morning. Uh, that's compassion? No, Compassion would have been doing it away from virtual learning on a one-on-one kind of kind of thing. Like, hey, listen, uh, whatever the student's name is, can you stay on the line? Because I've seen, listen, my son is in virtual learning. My daughter is as well. I've seen parent, the teachers do that, where they see something that's going on with a student, and they'll say, hey, such and such, when everybody gets off, you stay on. Why? Because we ain't trying to embarrass you. We ain't trying to put you out there in front of your your uh your classmates. And again, for all those people who like, oh, this was compassion, then tell me this. If the student would have responded, I don't have a good feeling. I don't have a good, no, well, since you asked, I don't have a good relationship with my father. Where is this teacher going to go with that? He's going to say, oh, well, well, we can talk about the class. Exactly. That tells you it was inappropriate. Off the top. You're not the counselor. You're the teacher. Teach. Hit that Pythagorean theory. You know what I'm saying? You know, square root of pi. That's what you do. And leave the counseling to the counselors. Period. Uh, do you have a good relationship with your father? And you're in math class. Y'all think that's appropriate and compassionate. Oh, Lord, we got problems. We Oh, my, my work is not done. My work is not done. The teacher was showing compassion. That's compassion for black kids. That uh, I'm, uh, I'm done on that one. I'm done on that. (laughs) That's compassion. (laughs) That is not compassion, Sandra. I'm sorry. That's, that's, uh, a black teacher getting a little bit too familiar with a black student. That's what that is during virtual learning. <laughs> when all the other students are in there watching, the parents are watching. You know, we what we now know is that white doctors don't think that black people feel the same degree of pain. Or should I say they have a white doctors think that black people have a higher pain threshold than non-white black people. And it seems like that same attitude is in play in our schools when it comes to our black children. Like, oh, their feelings don't matter. Oh, yeah. we different. We different. <laughs> I ain't going for it. If you, if you ask my daughter something like that, then I'm going to ask you that because I'm a big reflection method kind of person. Uh, yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm do the same thing to you as a grown person in the same kind of way. I'm just going to do that because I want you to see just how disrespectful it was. You know what I'm saying? I want you to see that. And sometimes people can't see until you hold up the mirror and do the same thing back to them. Letty writes, let me share this. I have worked in public services all my adult life in corporate, city, state, government. While they have their eyes on blacks, white collar to blue collar elites are corrupt too. They commit more crimes than blacks. Don't y'all let these white, Elites fool you, keep your eyes on the white elites too. Okay. Dell writes, Betsy, I don't live in Cincinnati and I don't like her. She's a Trump sickle fan. Yes, she is. <laughs> Larry Householder, that's right. Betsy Sunderman is not a saint. She is a snake. Don't trust her. Yeah, she's a rat monkey snake. She ain't gonna get my vote. As of right now, if the election were today, she can't get my vote. Nah, nah, sweetie. no, 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 Nah mm, he stopped being in her good graces somehow, and they let him fall on his face. That's why I will never understand why Smitherman Winburn chose that party because the moment you step out of line, they don't show you they don't show you the door. they end your career. Damon writes at two thirty they will give more info at Jeff. Let me think what am I doing at two thirty? I'll just be in. him. Okay, maybe we might go live with that. I may go live at 2.30 just to talk about it. TNT writes, she overreacted, Nate. She cussed him out like he was a sexual predator. Um, uh, Well, I mean, he overreached. He overstepped his boundaries, and it led for her to overreact. It's a wash to me. He overreached, got too familiar with this child. And then Mama Bear came out and she overreacted. I saw a uh I saw a uh and again maybe you might follow me this maybe this might be a dumb example, I don't know, but I saw a viral video most recently, within like the last couple of months, it was a di- a guy. He was he was biking through the, roof, roof, the through the woods. Right, he had a GoPro on his helmet, and he rode past a grizzly bear and her cub. And apparently, the grizzly bear chased him for like a long time. Like you could see it, like he's looking back, and the bear is just chasing him. Did the bear overreact? From the bear's perspective, the bear is simply protecting her cub. And that's the way I look at this. Like I say, I, I guess I was brought up differently. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think that the mother's language was a bit too far because of the context of the situation and the students being there. But the intensity of it, did she get caught in her feelings? I mean, that's why you got to be careful about how what you say and what you do around people's children. I'm at my most dangerous to other human beings when I'm with my children. When I'm out and you see me with my family, that's when I'm at my absolute most dangerous. That's when I might put you in a grave. Because I'm with them. Is that an overreaction? Oh it depends. You know what I'm saying? When a, when a parent is protecting their child, you subject to get that work. Be careful when you're dealing with other people's kids. That's, that's the I listen. I work with children. I was Mr. Nate, after-school director. Sat with him, did programs with him for years. I never did that. I never asked, do you have a good relationship with your father? Never. Not once. So, there's no excuse for it. Did I have conversations about things that I observed? With parents? Yeah. But I never asked these no parent, no child, do you have a good relationship with your father? Never asked no kid that. You don't ask no kid that. I work with children. I was responsible for children. Led a staff of trained individuals who work with children, they never did that. To my knowledge, we would have had a problem. So I hear what y'all saying, but I'm going to stand my ground. We're going to have to agree to disagree this morning. We at odds, we disagree with, I disagree with the chop shop. It was out of line. I had all kinds of kids coming through my program. Hundreds upon hundreds of kids, I can't even tell you how many kids that we served in our program over a five-year program. After school, summer camp, before school program, I was there every single day leading the way every day with them, hands on. I saw it all. Deal with all kind of issues. Kids coming in hungry. Kids coming in, you could tell just by the way they coming in, they got uh, problems. There's a way to help children without disrespecting them because I did it. So I'm not giving this man a pass. And I'm not giving no teacher a pass because I did it. If I can do it, you can do it. And I'm not even a teacher. So I hear what y'all saying, but y'all acting like he was doing them some kind of favor. Nah. He wasn't. He got too comfortable. See, I never forgot the position I was in. I was there to do a job, and I did my job. That's what my job was. My job wasn't there to run kids down and, you know, yeah, are we looking for signs for abuse? Yeah, we were trained on that. You for sure would have. Listen, we we saw two-for-one kids in a minute, Mr. Nate ain't playing, okay, not with the babies, not at all. But my job was to make sure it was a safe environment, uh, per everybody. Period. Per everybody, I'm telling you, I, you you don't play with people's children like that. And there's a way for you to care. There's a way for you to get information without being disrespectful. I did it. So I ain't giving this black man teacher, this math teacher, no shorts. I ain't giving him no. I ain't cutting him no breaks, no corners. You can do better, bruh. He opened the door for that. I was always cognizant and conscious of the fact that I was dealing with other people's children. There's a few things in this world that you don't want to play with. Human, grown folks' money. Playing with grown folks' money will get your ass beat. Grown folks' food. Playing with grown folks' food will get your ass beat. And grown folks' children. They will put you in a grave over those three things. Tell me I'm wrong. You don't play with grown folks' money, food, and children. Any of that is subject to open up a door full of when a can of whoop ass. It is what it is. And you should conduct yourself accordingly when you're dealing with human beings on those levels. How many videos have we seen of people getting that ass whooped over money? How many videos have we seen of stuff going down inside of your favorite fast food restaurant? There was a... It it happens all the time. It happens all the time. It's going to continue to happen. You don't play with those kind of things. Everything you do and everything you say is subject to scrutiny when you're dealing with somebody else's child. And if you want to work with children, you got to be conscious of that. Because if you're not, then you're going to have to deal with mothers like that. I don't feel bad for that teacher at all. Choose your words more carefully next time, bruh. Simple as that. Y'all need to stop making excuses for bad behavior. Uh, let's go to the phones. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Yo, good morning. Welcome to the show. And call me back. I'm not sure who that is. Call me back. I'll try it one more time. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hello? Yes, hello. Good morning. You're on the air. I'm on the air. Yeah, you're on the air. It must be something else. Must be something else. For whatever reason, that that online number has gotten out, man. I get all kind of numbers, calls to that number now. I guess it's what happens when you put it on the internet. It is what it is. So, no, I don't think she overreacted. I think that she, the language is the overreaction. All the other energy she brought, it is what it is. When you open that door, playing with people's kids, talking crazy to people's kids, asking them disrespectful questions, then you're not going to be in control when mom and dad come in and react. You lost that. Y'all acting like she flew off the handle for no reason. (laughs) Simone writes, the mother went too far. It's hard to access and demonize the teacher without being there to see what the teacher asked before that question was asked. TNT writes, caping for your kid to stop the school-to-prison pipeline is one thing. Caping because someone asking about the relationship with a parent is not on the same playing field. She was tripping. TNT, it is on the same playing field. It is on the same playing field. You know, sometimes you got to stop things before they get too far. But again, we can always agree to disagree. To me, me, it's very clear to me. Uh, Vanessa writes, no. What are you saying no to, Vanessa? Uh, do you think the mother went too far? Yes or no? Nat right, sounds like that child has issues. Just look at the mom's behavior. Maybe he was probing to find out why. He might have been. He might have been probing to find out why. But do you think that probing a child during virtual learning where the other children are there to hear and see everything, other parents are there, you think that's the right place to probe? I don't. I don't. Let me see. Simone Rice teaches the first responders. It's funny how we keep forgetting that. I'm not sure how that's relevant. Uh, let me see. TNT writes, I am a strong advocate for my kids. Trust me, I've gotten teachers fired and replaced with an African-American teacher in a Catholic school. I would have never shown my ass like that. You would have thought she caught him calling her child the N-word or punishing her when she did nothing wrong. Asking about the parent relationship was inappropriate, but lightweight in comparison to real injustice in public schools. But stop right there, TNT. Asking about the relationship was inappropriate. Say no more. That's all I need to hear. So we agree. It was inappropriate. And what I've been trying to communicate is in the real world. When you do something that's inappropriate to somebody's child, you are not in control of how the parents are going to react. That's it. Say no more. Say less. That's it. His question was inappropriate. That's it. Now, if we think it's lightweight or not, don't matter. It was inappropriate. If you do something inappropriate to and are asking a child, you are subject to get that work from the parents. We all know that. Whether it was inappropriate or not is in the eyes of the beholder. And in this case, the beholder is the mom. It is what it is. One thing opened the door for the other thing. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's going on, Nate?
7: Can you hear me? I can't hear you. What's up? What's up, Glenn? Nate, I completely disagree with you. I think everybody's sitting here on the sidelines. First of all, hell, I could have hung up after TNT's uh, comments because she's absolutely right. That mom sounds like a damn fool. Mm. I don't care. The, the question he asked didn't deserve her going off like she ain't got no damn sense. Mm. And if you're, I mean, a real one, a real parent, I don't know, you can act in a more appropriate fashion. I would have said, Hey, that's inappropriate. I'm going to talk to you after this virtual class at we because the parent that, that, that chimed in and said, hey, this is not the time for it, she writes a is cussing in front of what, 10, 8, 9 other 10 children? So she's not putting up the best example from the beginning. If we're Republican friends out there, that means from the start. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I mean, they, I, I'm for real, man. I, again, I love you like a brother, man, but you, you wrong on this one, man. That, this is an example of, life, of, of art imitating life. Now, this woman basically has almost a keeping it real, go wrong, go wrong moment. I mean, you talking about, well, anybody who goes like this can get that work. you talking about throwing so faith. So the teacher and the woman going to get into a fight because he asked her a question about How, what's your relationship and your dad. Now, this lady's sitting up in the Justice Center over some stupid ass, I say. Why, st- 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 Why would she be in the Justice Center? I didn't Why would she be in the Justice Center? Because she went up there and fought the teacher. That's an assault. That's something that you don't need. That's an extra problem that you don't need to go to that extent. I mean, she already don't cut the guy out, now what you going to do, show up with your uncles up in school? Why are you asking about my baby daddy? Damn, is it that serious, lady? I mean, really? Do you think she shouldn't ask that question?
2: What, shouldn't ask what question? So in a situation like this, where the teacher first asks the student, how was your weekend? The student right. responds, I spent some time with my father. The okay. teacher responds, do you have a good relationship with your father? That ticks okay. off the mother or the parents. Do you think that the okay. mother was wrong to ask the the teacher why you asked that question?
7: Um, yes. No, I don't think she was okay. wrong. Okay. Okay. I so think she, she went was wrong to go off and act all crazy and okay. Do you think that the question was I inappropriate? Think. I mean, depending on the context. I mean, you know, this I, don't know, I mean, I mean, first of all, when the when the brother was trying to answer her question, she wasn't even able to answer it. Well she I mean, said. I commend him for being calm in the situation. Unlike me. Right well, he's now.
2: at work; he should be calm. So that's number one. She's at, he's at work; the mom's not, so he should be calm. Okay.
7: Okay. But, but that, is, that doesn't mean the mom shouldn't act appropriately, Nate. I, I, I mean, listen, in, front I I think... in front of a bunch of other kids, in front of her own damn child. The child is more embarrassed now for what their mom did than what the teacher asked. Maybe so, but back to my question. Do you think that the question was inappropriate? These are kids, man. The mom is on viral right now. Hell, the the kids are playing the same thing you're playing this morning. You'd have an answer to my question. Look at
2: your mama. Do you think that the question was inappropriate? To what? Ask him. I don't know the context of it, Nate. Uh, the context. We know the context. They're in virtual learning. He first asked her, okay. how was your weekend? The child and responds, how's your relationship I spent with some your time with my father. And then the teacher responds, the blackmailed math teacher responds, do you have a good relationship I mean, with your father? But,
7: but, but, so, Nate, you're assuming that he wouldn't ask this of a white kid because white kids are never in that same situation? All we know is I mean, what that- we
2: know, Glenn. So let's work on that.
7: I know, I know, I know that. But you keep you keep emphasizing the black male part of it because he's a black male. Maybe this black male actually cares about this little girl and what type of relationship she got with her dad. Having I said mean, all it, of that, it,
2: do you think that it was an inappropriate thing for the black I, I, male
7: teacher to ask? I, I, you know what I think is inappropriate, Nate. <laughs> I think it's inappropriate the response from the parent. Mm. The, the, let's just say, let's just split the baby in half. Let's say the question is inappropriate by the teacher. I'll give you that. Okay. The response from the parent is more inappropriate. Okay, It's, so, it's like, it's like using excessive force for jaywalking. He okay. He's jaywalked, but now you gotta tase me. Okay. So, we both agree
2: that what the teacher <laughs> the said was, wrong. was inappropriate. Okay. That the we both woman agree was with wrong. That. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, when you do well, or you agree with me, right?
7: Agree with you what? That, that, that what the mother did was inappropriate. Her well, response.
2: Well, I, I think her language was too The response from the mother was inappropriate, I think Nate. her language was too ways far. around that. Everything else she did, the energy she gave in that moment, I got no problem with it, and I'll tell well, you why.
7: Well, can you give the energy, can you give that same energy, Nate, and give it in a better fashion in well, front of your child, if in you front take of other away, people's child? Tell me this. So we, I, I want to try
2: to whittle this down here. So we both agree that what <laughs> the teacher said was inappropriate. So if you take away her use of certain language what did she that do you agree with so inappropriate
7: right that you agree was inappropriate right we both agree that 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 that's the
2: only issue i have
7: with her was okay the well then that's the that only used. issue i have with the question then i mean this, the, when uh, it boils down to the end but date, i haven't got the, the question, woman was glint. wrong in her
2: response there is no two other ways about it no it's, it's other ways of looking at it. i'm getting to it We're going to unpeel this. So we both agree that the question was inappropriate, and we both agree that the mother's language, her explicit language is inappropriate, right? We both agree with that, correct? Right. Okay. Right. Is there anything else that the parent did that, in your opinion, that was inappropriate or went too far?
7: I I mean, I don't know. I don't think I would have called the administrator. I just would have sat down and had a talk with this brother and said, hey, what you did was was inappropriate, but I don't want you to get fired from your job. It's like when people call corporate on radio hosts for having a different opinion than the masses. I've never called corporate ever.
2: There's nothing like that, because there's no child involved.
7: No, but I'm talking about the possibly the brother losing his job. See, I'm thinking way ahead of like, it's like calling the police on somebody that got mental problems, you know, certain things might jump off when they're not there to do what's appropriate. That's how I'm thinking. I don't, I don't want the, the brother to get in any more trouble over asking an uh, innocuous question than what's your relationship with your father. Well, it's not an in innocuous I'm thinking. question
2: because we both agreed that it was inappropriate. So we can't say it's And we agree
7: thing. that the mama acted, acted inappropriate. We both agree that anybody that would take what he said and get to the extent to where you might get that work, your dumb ass deserve the consequences of you being, I don't know, overly over the top. So I'm just trying to figure out where the mother went wrong. So it sounds I, I to don't know, me the like and in front of the kids, mate.
2: I okay, mean, you so don't curse, that.
7: But outside of the cursing, you're saying that well, she did dude, nothing that's wrong. That's the biggest part of it. That's that's, okay. that's the energy you bring into this topic. Okay. talk about how this woman has giving the people work. Okay, that's what we're talking about. Okay, how she acted. So you don't you, have we a problem with about the well real time, then, right? You Nate, you're talking about the well-being. you talking about the well-being of the daughter, yeah. and the daughter is more affected by what her mom did in front of her classmates than what her teacher asked her we don't in front of her classmates. We don't know that. Oh, I do. I believe that. And you believe that. I believe, believe, everybody that. In the, I believe the majority of people in the chop right. shop agree with me on that
2: too, Nate. I mean, it doesn't matter who agrees with you. Uh, you and I are talking well, right yes, now. It does. And we talking about then, the facts. Then, that well, we both. That,
7: we both. Those are my cards. I'm putting on the table. We both. The can't. little girl is more embarrassed by what the mom we did both can't talk than at what the. the same time did. I get it,
2: I get it, Glenn. Anything else? That's it. Nothing. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Appreciate the call. So now I can talk. So it, you just ain't making sense, bro. So you agree that what the man said was inappropriate, and as I told you, I don't know what world y'all live in, but in this world, the real world, when you say or do something inappropriate to somebody's child. You open the door to whatever the reaction is going to be from the parent. Period. Y'all can live in this Pollyanna universe where you're supposed to be polite. Maybe so. But in the real world, the mama bear and the papa bear is going to come out when a person's child is involved. Period. Simple as that. So that's like me telling you. That's like, Glenn, uh, that's like me watching you. That's like me watching somebody smack you and then telling you how you're supposed to react to it. That's not how this world works. That's her child. The other thing is that I work with children every day. every For hours and hours every day before school program, after school program, during the school day, a summer camp program. I was solely responsible for children Hundreds of them over a five-year time frame. I never did that. Um, You know, I would like to think that if you talk to some of the parents that were in my program, they're going to say great things about Mr. Nate. Because my job was to make sure that the kids went home, that we always knew where the kids were, and that when mom and dad picked up the kids, there were no surprises. Mom and dad never came and picked up the kids and then we hitting you with some labs minute stuff. I I didn't play that. No kids was like, Mr. Nate was asking about our relationship with my dad. Because there's a way of conducting yourself around children where you can still still show compassion and you don't offend them and their parents. And that ain't it. Y'all just don't know. I did it. So, again, I hear what you're saying. We can agree to disagree, but... You, I did it and did it successfully. Uh, my program, my after school program, was nationally recognized. Uh, it was locally re- recognized uh, for the programs and the standards that we put in place. Like everything I do, we have to do with excellence. And when I was in charge of children, the program that I ran was nationally recognized by the organization, nonprofit that I work for. We were locally recognized for the, the innovation in our programs, or the way we ran our programs. Uh, I was asked to be a part of a small team of after-school directors that presented the local model of the way we did after-school programs to the national board. I never did that. So miss me with all of what you think. I'm talking about what I know. And there's a better way of doing it. There's a way of interacting with children in which you don't have to make mom and dad upset and you asking about personal stuff because you ain't got to do that, period. So I understand what you, what you what your opinion is, Glenn and other folks. I appreciate it. I mean, you know, but we just going to have to agree to disagree with on this one. I'm going to stand by what I said. I don't have a problem with mom did other than the language. I used to tell my staff, if you do this, these parents going to come in here and give you that work. If I was the parent, I remember having a conversation with a staffer once that, that saw, I observed them do something. And I quickly ran over there and pulled them to the side like, look, bruh, if that was my child and I walked in here, you're going to have a problem on your hands. Don't ever let me see you do that again. Period. Now, what he was doing, y'all might think was small. Y'all might think it was small. But when you're working with children, other people's children, you got to have ultra-sensitivity. That's what it takes if you're going to work in that profession. If you can't do that, then you shouldn't work in that profession, period. You should have seen, you know, his eyes. He was an older guy. He was older than me, white male that was working for my program. Put him to the side with the quicks like, look, bruh, uh, what I just saw, I don't never want to see again. Because if that was me and I walked in here right that moment, you got some explaining to do. Like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Right then and there. Because that's how parents operate. All this Pollyanna garbage. Y'all been watching too much Parshish Family. In the real world, you can't talk crazy to and do anything you want to to other people's children. Period. Because when you do, you can't measure what their reaction is going to be. You don't have no control of it over there. That's like walking down the street and you just put your hand on somebody's face. And then you say, well, all I did was put my hands on your face. I didn't smack you. You don't have no control over what their reaction is going to be. You go ahead and try and see what happens. You go, you try that and see what happens. And then you say, well, I didn't smack you. I just touched your beard. You might get done that with that day. You don't do what, what world y'all living in. I'm here to spell, spread that gospel. I'm so glad I brought this up this morning. Y'all need to hear this. I'm so glad I brought this up this morning. Y'all need to hear this family. <laughs> but let's go back to the phones. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the show.
10: Good morning, Nathan. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Is this Jerica? So, it is Jerrica. Hey,
8: Jerrica. Good morning to you. Hey, Nate. Good hey. To hear your So, voice. I had to call in.
10: Good, good to hear your voice. Of course, I hear you every day, but, you know. But um, I had to call in. Okay. Because, of course, I'm a uh, social worker, so I've been working with children for, I don't know, 15 years. I was also a teacher. Um, I listened to the the audio. Um, I hear your point, but I also hear Mason Mollett's point. And I'm leaning more towards his than yours. And of course, we are all, uh, we all have a right to our own opinion, right? Absolutely. That's what we can do. We can voice and be honest here. Um, The mother's reaction was absolutely over the top. You know, I don't know if the, if the question just offended her so much because she felt embarrassed for her daughter or if she was, more so thinking about herself. I don't think that teacher was asking that question in a way to be, um, to just pry. I think, I mean, because, you know, it kind of goes back to what Ma- uh, Mason Oliver was saying about the context. We don't know what the relationship is with, between the teacher and the student. Maybe the student in the past has said something to this teacher about her relationship with her father or not being able to spend time with her father. So, you know, it, it, this is just a snippet of the larger picture, in my opinion, or it could be. Um, her reaction was just so over the top. Do I think that he could have maybe waited for a later time to ask her that? Possibly they were in face-to-face school and not virtual school? Yes. But how does that look? Him saying, hey, wait for me after class in virtual learning. Wait for me after class so that we can have a talk. That would sting her out even more. That, in my opinion, would make her feel even more uncomfortable. And I also hear what you're saying in regards to, you know, just having that level of sensitivity when you're dealing with other people's children because I've had to do it, right? I'm an investigator with Child Protective Services. So it's something that I've had to do for years. And... People don't play about their children. I completely understand that. But that woman did not take that into account when she did what she did in the presence of all of those other children. Because if I was one of the mothers of those other children, I would have intervened just like that other mother did because it was out of line. She was completely out of line. That little girl answering that question the way she did, it could have meant that she wanted to talk about her weekend with her dad. She could have just been excited about it and the mother's reaction is probably why she's not with the father of that child anyway. So, you know, it, it was just appalling to hear. It, it was very cringy for me to hear. So I'm really glad that I'm hearing others say like she was absolutely in the wrong. I'm kind of, I was kind of taking it back when you were like, no, she was definitely, you know, not in the wrong as the teacher was, but you know, I just wanted to call in and, and
2: let that be known. Well, can I ask you a couple of questions? You said you were a teacher for a while? Sure.
10: Yes. How long? A second grade teacher
2: for three years. Three years. Now, did you ever mm-hmm. see, did you ever have any kids in your class where maybe you could kind of pick up on the fact that maybe it was some stuff going on at home?
10: Yes.
2: Did you ever uh, ask any kids while in class in front of any everybody, um, um, did you ever ask any of your students, did they have a good relationship with their father or any parent in the classroom?
10: So the way I would have phrased it, <laughs> I wouldn't phrase it the way that the teacher phrased it. Let me just say that there had been times where you know we were just talking about family, or we were talking about like he did the weekend. How was your weekend? And I would say do you want to elaborate about that? Or do you want to tell me more about that? Do you want to tell us more about that? That left it open for the child to make the decision if they wanted to talk about it or not. So he could have rephrased it. He could have phrased it in a different way. It was very close ended the way he phrased it. Um, But I don't know what his relationship is with that student.
2: So you, you think that the teacher was wrong in the way that he phrased that question on virtual learning? Either in a virtual learning setting, everybody's watching. Right. Do you think, think the teacher was wrong in the way he phrased that?
10: I think he could have phrased it differently.
2: So I do. I, I think the teacher was wrong in the way he phrased it. I think he phrased mm-hmm. it in a way in which it couldn't do anything good because if the if the, if the student responded, well, no, math teacher, I don't have a good relationship with my father. He's not in a place to say or do anything about that. It's math class. Right. Time, right? right. So I thought it was an inappropriate line of questioning with that, with that child. And uh, right. again— when you do and say inappropriate things to other people's children,
10: you open the door. But was it actually, and I think that's, okay, I think that's where I'm, I'm missing you, what, okay. where we're missing one another. I don't think it was inappropriate. I don't think it was an inappropriate question. Well, was it I appropriate? Think it could have been phrased differently.
2: Well, it, it, can, it, it can only be appropriate or inappropriate. So if it's not appropriate, and you wouldn't have said it, then it has to be inappropriate.
10: Na, 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 na. Come back, come back, come back. I don't want to say that. I'm, I'm not going to agree with you on that one. Because you know, I would have asked that question in virtual learning. If I was that teacher, I would have just phrased it differently. Well, it, that that means... little girl probably did a thousand other things on the weekend. She she elected to bring up that I spent time with my dad this weekend. Maybe she wanted to talk about it. Maybe her and the teacher had talked about the fact that she doesn't have a good relationship with him. And she was excited about the fact that she got to spend time. You know what I'm saying? Like... We don't know the full picture or the dynamics. Right. All we you know do, is right? what we know. The rapport. And we know right.
2: that you wouldn't have said it. You said it yourself, you wouldn't have said it because it I was said inappropriate. I
10: would have rephrased it, but it would have still been the same question, just right. worded differently. Okay.
2: So his his comment, his his question to her was phrased mm-hmm. in an inappropriate way. There's no way
10: around that. I'm not. I'm not saying inappropriate, but you can you can have okay. that word. You so do have you think that? So
2: let me ask you this then, more directly. Do you think that the way that he phrased that question was appropriate?
10: I'm not touching the inappropriate, inappropriate. So that means it was inappropriate. I think he could, I, okay, well, sir, you're going to have Ma'am. your opinion and I'm going to have mine.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah, but so you're having a right? conversation, okay. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to drill down right. here you're so tr- that people no, understand where to I'm coming from.
10: Have me to- Okay, what you're trying to do is have me to come over to your side. I'm no. not because I'm not saying that it's inappropriate or, or appropriate. But I that's, think he was But we have I to think start he there was though, Gilda. right in his okay, we, fine. we can't I think judge the situation
2: right. if we don't start uh-huh. with whether we think that what the teacher said was appropriate or inappropriate. For me, okay. unequivocally, unequivocally, it was an inappropriate question. We have to start right there.
10: Okay. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. And what you're saying is it was inappropriate. I need you to hear me because what I'm saying is I don't believe necessarily that it was inappropriate. I think he was trying to um, maybe to build rapport with this child. I don't know. I don't know You know what his motivation for asking the question was. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe he was just trying to get her elaborate on, on her her relationship with her dad. I, I, I don't know. But it, it's being taken as if it was just something that was so inappropriate. <laughs> yes. Right. Like, and so that, that's why the
2: support. mother reacted. So the mother reacted right. because she react perceived as a mother bear. That Is
10: that, that how you would have reacted? Would you have reacted that way? That mother sounded crazy. Yeah, I would have right? reacted the same way. Sounded, minus,
2: I would have reacted and, and the same way minus the curse. You
10: absolutely crazy as well. Like if you would have reacted that way, now for one, I don't know why that teacher didn't shut down that whole class. Like, once she came on and started yelling, it would have been, I would have closed the whole class down. Yeah, I wouldn't have been yelling because either.
2: That, and it, I wouldn't yeah, have that, yelled that and I wouldn't been. have cursed. I would yeah. have been, I no. would have kept a nice monotone voice because I know how the system goes. So I would have kept right. a nice monotone voice and I would have questioned him as to why he asked her that. And right. I would have let him know in that moment how I feel about it. You you but I wouldn't have cursed and I would have yelled.
10: Would you have done it in
2: class? I would have did it right then and in there class? just like she did it. And I'll do it today. Really? If, I, if I go upstairs right now and I see that happening with my school, uh-huh. my son, I'm going to do it today. Right then and there. Well, do you, oh, do you think that
10: would be effective? Like what, what would be your goal? In oh, it'd
2: be very effective. It'd be effective in well, a couple okay. of ways.
10: What would be your goal? My goal that? would you be wouldn't... to
2: make sure that it doesn't happen. And again, right. Mm-hmm. And I would do that by doing it publicly to let that, ta- right. to let the teacher know that with my child, there's going to be consequences when you get out of line with my child. And believe me, that's how humans work. We can say, so oh, that's how humans that, work. You know, I'm Just a like on the job, Jerrica. Like, I've been on uh-huh. jobs where you, I've had different styles of supervisors. You got some supervisors right. that shy away from confrontation, and what happens? Ish goes on. You got some supervisors mm-hmm. that'll call you out in the meeting in front of everybody, and what happens? Ish stops. So it's the same mm-hmm. concept when you're dealing with your child and you deal with human beings. Simple as that, and Even I wouldn't. Your yeah, actions
10: may have a negative impact on
2: child. It ain't gonna be no negative impact. It ain't gonna be no. Ne- you it's you gonna, don't think so? No, think not so? at all. It ain't gonna be no negative impact you are, the, the mind. teacher. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you,
8: you know you finish because I
10: will send you
2: off. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say that uh, the teacher will get the message. My purpose in doing mm-hmm. that would be to communicate that there's a line of resistance around this child over here. My purpose would be to communicate my displeasure in what happened. And if I felt like I need to take it to the administrators, I wouldn't shy. I fire off an email and request a meeting the same day, because my purpose is to to make sure this doesn't happen again. To try to get to the bottom of why you asked that question, and then to let everybody know that over here we're not playing those games.
10: Right. Because you gangster.
2: No, you it's hard. because I'm like, like, I, I have children that, that, that I have like to. No, it ain't about being gangster. I have children that saying. God has given to me and it's my job to protect them. And right. I'm not here to be liked. Like I'm not here to be right. liked no by, by everybody. Everybody's not going to like that. you. And it is what it is. I got that.
10: Right. You know, it is what it is. I get that. I think her method of handling that, and it sounds like it would have been your method, too. So the method that you all would have taken to handle that situation, that would have, my, my, my dear friend, been inappropriate. Because you could have accomplished that same goal, right, to address this teacher, to check that whole situation by saying, Mr. So-and-so, um, I'm not going to allow my daughter to answer that question, but I would like to speak with you afterwards. Bam, that let him know, like, ooh, maybe I crossed the line. to let the daughter know that, oh, okay, my mother is here for me. Because it sounds like daughter wants to talk about it anyway, but whatever. That mom is probably bad shit anyway. But, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. But she's probably like batty anyway. But it would have still had the same goal, impact, and effect.
3: It would have had the same impact.
10: That. It would have. Because now what she's done is embarrass her daughter to the oomph degree. Because your mom's a fool, and everyone sees it, and she's on the internet. And people are like, oh, so you ain't got your daddy to help? Like, now you've embarrassed this child, like, tremendously. Even more than this whole conversation with the teacher. I mean, she went overboard. It was inappropriate. That was inappropriate. Um, And it was crazy.
3: So you're not prepared to to say... It
10: sounds like you are very... um, It sounds like you are very... uh, Don't... I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna let you about run about over any, my child. That's okay, what I am. Yeah. I'm a very but, not gonna let right, you run over a my way child to parent. Right? Yeah, That's a way what to I am them. I'm not gonna right. let you well, disrespect
2: my child or me and my family. Well, I
10: don't think yeah, any we're not gonna have does that. that. Come on, Nate. Come on, come on. Come I on don't what? think any parent just allows people to disrespect their children or anything like that. Oh, you believe
2: you wouldn't believe it. You you wouldn't believe it, Jericho. I've talked to parents at my daughter's school who have quietly and closed mouth done with all dealt with all kind of disrespect i'd even call it abuse but they're too afraid to open their mouths i'm not that parent Mm -hmm. believe me i've talked to them firsthand like like they're scared to speak their mind about what happened to their child and to me when you had that kind of attitude then you just open the door for more abuse
1: you know this this world works on i
2: don't know about you but the world i live in works on the squeaky wheel gets the grease if you all quiet and polite you gonna get ran over when you start speaking up for yourself and and standing up for yourself. Then you are gonna get people's attention. That's what I see in this world. But
10: speaking up for yourself and, and and defending yourself mean I have to come guns a-blazing, going off, cursing, using all kind of crazy language. I mean, well, I've already told you. I thought that anyway, the language right? that she
2: used was inappropriate. I thought that she went too far with that. And again, you asked me what would I would do if it was me. I would have told them in a the same voice I'm using with you right now, very 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 mm-hmm. straight voice. Minus the cursing and minus the yelling because I want to make mm-hmm. sure you hear what I'm saying. And I don't want you to try to, I know how the game is played. I don't want you to try to use my words against me. I've seen that happen with parents. I've seen parents mm-hmm. who have righteous issues and righteous problems. And then they start yelling yeah, and their cussing. Get involved. And you know what happens? Now it's about the parent yelling and cussing and not about the initial thing that happened to their child. So I'm already Correct. smart to the game. I would never yeah. have done that. But in terms right. of him so you think that the mother was wrong to confront him on in the in that space on virtual learning?
10: No, the manner in which
3: she
2: did it. Okay. So we agree on that. So she wasn't wrong to yeah. check him right then and there. Okay, so we 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 can agree on that then. It's all good. Right. That's good.
10: That's good. We're able to do that. <laughs>
8: All
3: right, Jack, thanks for the call. You know, you,
8: we clearly have a love-hate relationship because I can't stand you sometimes. <laughs> really?
2: I got nothing but love for you. I appreciate you.
8: All right, make take care. bye yep, Take
2: it easy. I mean, yeah, I'm not here to be liked by everybody. I'm not going to, everybody's not going to like you. Trying to be everybody's friend and all, I ain't doing none of that. I mean, I, I feel how I feel. We, we agree, we agree, we disagree, disagree. It is what it is. Um, But again, I mean, if it was me, if you asking me, nah, I ain't going to curse. I don't need to curse. I'm not going to yell. I don't need to yell. I'm just going to tell you straight up in that moment how I feel about it, and we can talk about it later. That's it. So, again, I stand by what I said. I don't have a problem with the mother checking the teacher in that moment. My problem is is that you're cursing. You got other students there. I, that's a no-no. You're yelling. Now you're going a little bit too far with the other with the whole environment. You don't need to do that. You can keep your voice just like this, look them straight in their eyes, and tell them how you feel about it, and that's it. That's That's enough because when you start I'm gonna tell you I, I again I've seen parents that had righteous gripes and problems have in, have conversations with the principal start screaming and yelling and cursing and then the principal flips on them and now they the principal is mad at you it's the same thing with the law it's the very same relationship where if they do something wrong it's your fault if you do something wrong it's your fault it's it, it's how it works and so when you're a parent and you even are right, I think that there's a certain manner that you've got to deal with it. Now, if the principal and the teacher start to get, get indignant, then we just going to get indignant together. But, you know, what I'm hearing is, to see, Jerrica couldn't even admit it because deep down, she knew I was telling the truth. She didn't want to say it because once she says it, then she knows that what I was saying was right. The teacher's question was inappropriate. How can you not call that out, Jerrica? You said you wouldn't even say it. You wouldn't even say it. I'm gonna tell you again to anybody working with people's children: watch how you interact with them, watch what you say to them, because when you're dealing with a mama bear and a papa bear, things might pop off. It is what it is. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the show.
7: Hey, man, Omar, how you doing?
2: Hey, what's up, Omar? Not much, not
7: much. Just want to chime in a little two cents. Please yeah. Basically, I agree with you. And I say that in so much that, that, you know, that that question was totally inappropriate. I don't see no context in which you should be asking a kid about their private relationships unless you're like a counselor or something. And if you did see something that was wrong, he could have directed um that that inquiry to a counselor to go follow up on that. So I don't see where in the middle of a class, in a math class at that, you need to be asking questions like that. But the thing I think most people are upset about is the reaction. And like you said, you can't tell somebody how to react. So um, I just don't get why they don't see that. There's a reason why people curb what they say in front of Mike Tyson as compared to if they were standing in front of the actor who used to play Mr. Furley. Because with Mike Tyson, his his response might be to, to beat you up. You see what I'm saying? Tell Boosie. And you don't want that smoke. <laughs> so sometimes you got to let people know in the moment that, look, I'm not going to take this nonsense. Because then they'll think about it like, mm, maybe, maybe I need to fall back on asking certain questions because this parent might fly off the handle. Like take it there. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. That's just protecting that's just protecting your child in the moment. I don't see no negative in that. And matter of fact, when, when when parents used to come down there and, and get at people when we when I was young, we wasn't teasing the kid. We was basically saying, Yo, these moms don't play. Exactly. And I'm sure that's what the teachers say too. See what I'm saying? It's just a level of respect. Respect me in that moment. And how she acts is how she acts. Period. You can't tell nobody how to react. Just like you can't tell nobody how to act. I mean, it's as simple as that. I mean, yeah, she could have handled it differently, but maybe that's her way of handling things. Maybe you need to be cognizant of that so you know not to um, disrespect. You see what I'm saying? As a professional. Because as a professional, you should have never asked that question. Period. I ain't never had personal conversation with a math teacher. Never. Facts, Hello? man. I'm here, Flo Mani. I'm here, man. Facts. Right. Nah, you went. You went silent. I, I went to uh, to the speakerphone because I'm driving again. Okay.
2: <laughs> hey, man. Appreciate the call, brother.
7: Yeah. No problem. I talk to you later. Yeah.
2: Most def. That's uh, the Flo Mani, Ayatollah Flo Mani, aka Mo- Omar. Yeah. When you stop getting unpro- when you stop being professional, then the parents are gonna stop being professional. I'm gonna say this. Actually, y'all might think this is wild, but Omar says something that kind of triggered this. But that parent actually did all the other parents in that class a favor, because I can, from what the way that video ended, I can tell that teacher gonna think twice before he opened his mouth and say something to those children, and that's what he shoulda did in the beginning, and none of this would have happened. All you people out here hating on a mother, she didn't start this out of no, she didn't just call up for no reason, she was reacting as a mother bear that's it, she was simply reacting to what had happened and it is what it is at that point again, would it have been me I would have checked them in the same stream would I have been cursing, no would I have been yelling, no because I know how the game is and I would have played within those rules but I don't think there's anything wrong with a parent challenging a teacher in that moment there's no problem with it there's no problem with it if i was a parent that wasn't involved like my son was on a stream or my daughter i would have had a problem with the yelling and the cursing but what they were talking about that's pretending they got something to work out right here right now okay keep my mouth closed while y'all work that out but the cursing, I thought she, in hindsight, that mother's probably sitting somewhere like, I ain't have to do all that. Probably. You know how people are. Sometimes you get up in your feelings and you get enraged and emotional. And then you think about it like, damn, I could have did things differently. You know how it is. But listen, folks, I got to make a move. I really appreciate it. All the calls, Jerrica, everybody, TNT, all, um, uh, Simone, everybody, uh, Omar, um, uh, Mason Mahler. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh yeah yeah I see Donnie's comments so we you know we on the same page with that. You know, I think there's a way you can do something. I think there's a power in interjecting in the moment. Like I said, I've had supervisors where everybody know that supervisor don't play. And then I've had supervisors where it's kind of like, "Ah, you can do what you want to do." Now which makes for a better work environment? All right then, the one where the supervisor don't play. I've had supervisors where in the meeting, it can be 15, 20 staff, all staff meetings. They're gonna call you out right then and there. Make everybody uncomfortable. Feeling all embarrassed, like, damn, I don't want that heat. And it's what it is. It is what it is. But uh, you know, hopefully that mother and that and that and that and that teacher can come together, talk it out, have a better relationship moving forward. Uh, the teacher hopefully will get a chance to explain why he asked that question because if I was a parent, i want to know why. Where are you coming from? Where are you coming from? Why, Why would you say that? You know, I think that sometimes people should be made to explain themselves and then you just move on. You know, they all on the same boat together trying to make sure that the child, the student is educated and that's it. That's it, but... Yeah, yeah, Donnie. Yeah, we agree. No, 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 no. And that's not to say, see, I don't want you to get to the wrong impression. I ain't want them parents that run to the school and call to school every little time something happened. No. No, like I said, I'm pro-teacher. I'm pro-administrator. Pro I was that. I work with those folks firsthand. I understand the teachers better than most, man. I sat there with them, worked with them, planned with them, ate with them. Um, the particular, you know, I never would have had that job. If it wasn't for the black principal because he wanted to have a black male there. The nonprofit organization that claimed to be Christian, they was running around on some white people stuff all the time. But that black man who was the principal, he wanted to have a black male. That's how I got the job. We worked suit. I mean, I was in his office almost every day and he was schooling me to the game and just kind of sharpening my knives and kind of telling me how to do this and how to do that. You know, had a very, very close relationship with the principal, like super close. Like as close as you can be outside of us chilling together personally, as close as you can be. So I sat right there and he he was doing it with intentionality because he was grooming me. And uh, so I was grateful for that. So I have actually a very administration teacher centric view because that's the, the view that I, I looked at it in. So I understand completely. Like I said, I... Psh- Y'all better than me to do that job. Y'all way better than me because that is incredibly hard work dealing with the adults, dealing with the parents and all the rules and regulations. I had to get out of it. Just emotionally, I was drained. I couldn't do it. I didn't want to do it long-term. I, my heart was somewhere else. But So don't get me wrong. I ain't that parent I mean, when little Buddha wrong, she wrong. She already know. Don't come here talking about you did something wrong. We ain't caping for you. You're going to have to deal with that consequences, lady, uh, youngster. Same thing with my son. We're going to tell him the same way because I'm that parent that I'm not going to bail my kids out of jail. They already know. If you start committing crimes, oh, you down to JC? Well, let us know how that works because I ain't coming down there. Now, if you get caught up in the Matrix and you didn't do anything wrong, oh, we're going to cape. Well, you get the Batman cape and call Flash and the Green Lantern. Man, call the Justice League. We're going there. If it was unjust, oh, we with you to the end. But if you did it, I was raised, if you do the crime, you do the time. And that's the way I'm raising my kids. Oh, you got detention? Well, sorry for you. Sorry for you. Oh, okay. Oh, you want to get detention now? Or you're going to do every bit of that detention? Period. But I feel the same way about the adults. I'm going to hold you just as responsible when you're dealing with my child. When you're wrong, I'm not going to sugarcoat it and be afraid to tell you about yourself because I'm afraid. I ain't afraid of none of that. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Same thing with me, but I'm like that with the wife and with my children. I mean, you know, right is right and wrong is wrong, even with dad. But again, I could go on for days and days because I love this, but I got to make a move. Again, check out Midday Juice coming up in less than two hours, everybody. And also Valet Service Podcast coming up today at 7 p.m., and, uh, again, have an excellent rest of your day. People are going to be following this Jeff, this Jeff Passer story. That's got the biggest, that's got the legs here locally. Everyone's going to be talking about Jeff Pastor. I already know it, all right? So have an excellent rest of your day. I'll talk with you real soon, tomorrow, 7.30 a.m. Please like and, in particular, share this stream. When you share the stream, more people see it. Have an excellent day. And I'm out.
1: The Nathan Ivy Show is supported by listeners. <laughs> Go to www.patreon.com forward slash Nathan Ivy show and help Nathan keep the show independent.
0: Yeah, talking to my mirror like I love you so much, curving all my critics like I heard you, so what? You can't kill my confidence, I think I'm the man, tally all the f I I ever gave on my head.
4: Cause why lose sleep and I'm coming now? my roof leaving Don't give I f I don't care Uh did the d f- but my lonesome No wonder now I'm on one No shortcuts on that long run All I really want is my share Uh Get him I got him I told him it's nothing In the discussion f- all them feelings I throw on my pain on percussion The disgusting I hear show-mo show robo wave ride cool shawty too naughty pool party wet for the face ride any up penny down hand me down thrift store old drip new money too funny old shorty talking about oh i'm on a now can't get a pass now i'm a cash cow keeping
3: it brash now it's trash now i'm a
4: Duck sauce on the new couch with my Chuck song. Get the f- on with that. Hate. I'm big cool on the small chat because I know now that I'm that. Got a hot guy on the ball cat. Get the f- out of my face.